There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me, Jill. Look at them. They're about to draw. I fired point blank. Watch this. Welcome to Crappy Anime Showdown. I am your host and referee, Mike, and today I'm just joined by Jane Ethan because, gosh darn it, it's the bench warmer episode. All Yay. three of us sitting on the bench in Little League because nobody thinks we have any right to be there other than to keep the warm seats for the star players. Uh, but uh, Nobody gets to We're play. trading Yu-Gi-Oh cards. We're talking about whatever the hip thing back in 2002, 2006 was. You know, oh, wait. You know, I, BMWs, from what I heard, 2002 <laughs> BMWs were fucking cool from what I heard. Yeah, it's weird you bring that up. That's such an odd fact to drop. Anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> if, you're, uh, if you're new to this podcast, dedicated to pitting garbage anime against each other to see which is the most deplorable while still being entertaining enough to watch. This week, we watched the first, second, third, and last episode of our bench warmers, which... Go in order backwards of The Defective, How a Realist Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom, and Nighthead 2041. <laughs> Nighthead uh, all, definitely wins just on the name alone. <laughs> all extremely unique and fun animes. And uh, Jay and I were talking about this before the podcast. I would have picked like any of these over a lot of what we had. Like, there's, oh, just, yeah. there's just hands down. I agree with him yeah. on that. Like I think all three of these could have replaced, I don't know, just off the top of my head, three Vitas, the uh, Peach Boy, and uh, probably Say Ray? What the, I don't even remember Say Ray. So we could probably get rid of that. Me or neither. Even, or the, the detective could have taken place of the detective. Doesn't matter. Would have been great. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of this, we'll have to have one winner unless we all want to win. But uh, it's just fun. We're going to trash on these three animes because they were actually a blast. And I enjoyed myself with every one. They were, some of them were sloggy at points, but like in the good way. You know, it was no longer just sitting waiting for it to be over uh, like Vanitas. But. Uh, so anyway, uh, before we jump, before we pick an anime to start with, would you, did you guys enjoy it as much as I did? You guys excited yeah. to be here? These were significantly was, better than what we had. I I was laughing. I was annoyingly laughing. <laughs> uh, and I I never once checked like the, the timestamp and found out there was 60% more of an episode to go. <laughs> that's, that's the real benchmark is when you don't I, hit the... Hit the wiggle your mouse or controller and see uh, how far are we from... Oh, God, not that far, I, huh? I, I did exactly. that on one episode, which considering we watched like 12 episodes, that's not a lot. Or no, wait. Yeah, 12 episodes. That's not a yeah, lot. Yeah, 12. So like, no, you know, no, one out of 12 is bad. pretty good. Yeah, I agree, mm -hmm. man. Mm-hmm. All right, that yeah. was a good wrap. Um, we'll see everyone <laughs> right, next we'll week. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. no, it you, was... Um, uh, dude, play out, play the outro. Fuck. Hey, is it ready? He fired point blank. That's the intro, you idiot. Somebody turn off the button. Somebody hit the button. No, is it done that's cooking the aliens. That's the anyway. Ozfest logo. Oh yeah, no one's gonna get that. That guy's dead. That's so mean. Uh, <laughs> so mean. Anyway, so uh, uh, yeah, what do you want to start with? Who wants to talk what about guys, what? What do you guys? Well, let's start with the. I mean, Let's get the dumber good. ones out of the way. You know, I think I should start with the defective because I picked it. Okay, sure. sure. I, yeah. I think I'm I'm fair when I say that was one of the weaker ones. Okay, yeah. I was sure. I, I'm in All agreement. Right. I think I'm okay with it. that. Yeah. Now you don't have to do as serious as a uh, 
as a synopsis as we normally do, but just tell us what happened in one, two, three, yeah, and then yeah. tell us where the hell it jumped to in twelve. So or 11, the defect thirteen. Oh no, yeah, eleven in this case. Yeah, the defective was. is an interesting case uh, because it actually is a little Chinese cartoon. Yes, uh, it is. It is very Chinese. It's full three D animated. It kind of looks like uh, if you ever watched Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. Yep, uh, yep. Like it kind of looks like that art style sometimes, where it's going for realism. Yep. In a sense, uh, but with significantly less budget, scope, creativity, talent, writing, dialogue, oh, yeah, acting. Yeah, yeah. Dial- I mean, and everything. anything. Yeah, it's just it's just a step down in all regards. It's it's cheap Chinese ripoff. Love death and you ever, robots. You ever go to one of those like flea markets and you go into the back and you see like those ripoff movies that are like one letter changed, you know? When it's, yeah, you know? like asylum pictures. Like <laughs> yeah. you're going to watch Atlantic Rim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. You're Not like, Atlantic ah. Rim job, which is right next to it. I got it. Oh, man. But uh, so the defective, it, it's an interesting view into how the rest of the world kind of understands anime. And I think it's actually kind of funny in that capacity because we get so used to watching shitty anime. I think sometimes we forget that there are other shitty tropes <laughs> in the world of cinema and, and TV. Of anything else. <laughs> and it was, it was almost jarring to watch something that's painfully bad, but that isn't Japanese painfully is it, bad. Is, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a and whole different type normally, of thing. Normally, you wouldn't think there would be such a distinction, but there's a huge fucking distinction. So one of the things that the defect... Okay, I'll, I'll just go over the story real quick. The story is that there is a perfect society that yep. uh, through the power of drugs and... Neural uh, linking. Neural uplink, yeah, neural linking human Literal neural computers, networks, which is not what they, a neural network yeah, is, but whatever. Yeah. No, whatever. <laughs> ba- basically, everybody who lives on this planet, the planet is called Eden, I guess. Or maybe it's not the whole planet, no, but it's the section. I, I thought, I thought, is Eden the planet or was it just the actual, like, you know, like Amazon? Like, was it the, the name of the system, like Skynet? Was it the name I think of the no, system? I thought it was the planet. Okay, I'm not no, yeah, no. sure because they place. kept throwing it out, and they made it seem like it could be either. So I'll, if it's the place, I, it's the no. place. I'll take it. I think it's a place. The question is whether or not it's the whole planet or just a part of the planet. But yeah, I, I think, think it's the just intent a, a is that space. everybody who lives in this society lives in Eden, with the exception of a couple, like some small number of people. And on Eden, they basically give you constant feel-good drugs, and they put you in like the VR world. So that you're always happy all the time, and you have and you live to be like 300, and you have a good time. Literally 300. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, 300. Years which, old. W- which definitely brings us to some very fun interactions where two people that look about the same age, one of them is like, "You're my son," and I was like, "Oh man, I forgot about that." Yeah, I, that yeah, was so. that's fucking weird, and I hate it. There's definitely some weirdness there, uh, and pretty much th- this is this is our backdrop. Like this is what we get told by the narration in the first like 30 seconds. After that, we switch to a guy wearing his jacket, but without putting his arms through the sleeves. Oh, and that's how you know he's cool. That's so cool. Uh, he's he's also drinking scotch. And uh, a weird thing is, I, I think uh, someone in, um, what was the other one? The Nighthead? Nighthead yes. was also drinking just 
an uncomfortable amount of scotch. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. It was a I, lot of scotch. There's a weird connection between those two because for some reason, uh, I don't... You would think that drinking would be the one thing, you know, people who make these shitty anime would know about. Uh, but for some reason, <laughs> they think that everyone just pours like an entire fucking eight ounce cup yes. of scotch yes. and then, with and then, no ice cubes in it and, and then, just chugs it. And then holds it in the most uncomfortable manner with their hand and still manages it to down it in one sip. Well, they yeah. think they swirl it around like it's a wine. <laughs> Like, what are you yeah, doing? Just... First of all, the reason a person would do that is because there should be an ice cube in there. Yes. There's yeah. no ice there's cube. There's no ice cube at all. You're ah. just swirling scotch, <laughs> and there's so fucking much of it, it's probably going to spill. Yep. And then I, he's drinking the whole thing. It's like a goddamn bathtub worth of fucking scotch. I, that guy is smashed. I can't figure out if I like want to see someone drink scotch like that or if I would be upset <laughs> if someone did it. Like, I'd be like, what the yeah. fuck are you? Come on. It was probably expensive. I guess what we're being told is that the people who drink this stuff are kind of just degenerates and they just don't actually I don't know think, how to drink scotch. I think they, they just... They just kinda... I think it's made for 12-year-olds who don't know how to drink scotch, so they could do whatever yeah, the fuck they want. Yeah, but it wasn't made by a 12-year-old. Right, like, right, right. At the but very like, least, the person who made this is of age to drink. So hope. I don't understand the the difference here, but whatever. It's not important. Yeah, I, I mean, that was I don't a funny either. connection. Yeah, it was weird. So he's drinking way too much scotch on his spaceship. They go through this stupid little spiel where, oh, my God, he's so cool. We're outnumbered. We're going to die. Uh, his spaceship goes gets blowed up by space pirates. And then we hard cut to somewhere else. Yes. We have no fucking clue where we are, and we have completely different characters. Well, see, They're, JW, this is called well, a actually, prologue. Not different characters. I just thought they were because they all kind of have the same pretty boy face on. Yeah, yeah. And well, because he was wearing different clothes, I couldn't tell. There's the main guy, and then there's his AI who, like, exists but looks like him but different than him but isn't real but yeah. can be real. It's all... Right. It's so it's fun. very point point uh, is is what I thought was a different character was in fact the main character again mm-hmm. in a completely different place standing yep. in a bar yep. being a weird pseudo cool kind of spy guy. Yeah. He's something. Then we cut to another shot with more characters we don't know. He's giving orders to this random girl in skin tight fucking boob armor because you know oh, that boob we still got to get Let that shit you, in there. That was a hundred percent the best boob uh, armor I've ever seen in my life. Someone was <laughs> fucking with the ass and titty slider because that yeah. shit's unhealthy. Wait, is this the the anime one that like? I, I think it was either this or Nighthead, where I literally like just eyes popped out of my head. I was like, those are cantaloupes. Yeah, no, it had to be this. No, one that it's this one. The girl this one's in, pretty in, egregious. In the motorcycle. In the motorcycle leather just get you finally see her get off the bike and they're just straight out about three and a half feet oh yeah it yeah no, it was no this. Sense. yeah i was you know like holy I want, shit i wanted to take off the motorcycle outfit and it turns out she just has four quados grafted onto her <laughs> like, like in fucking uh, whatever that movie is total recall yeah. Like, so like, there's 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 a human child on each of her pecs and on each of her ass cheeks, and like that's how big this shit is. It looks like a full on human head has been grafted onto each of these four points. How expensive is that custom job for that outfit, man? That that's that's God big damn. money. Jeez that would be legitimately art, though. Like, it, let's say that there was like a YouTube person that you know, whenever it's just like huge hongla dongolas, and then they like pull it off, and it's just actually two random objects that are not boobs at all that right. shouldn't be there. It, like, well, I, my I favorite don't even know. is it the boob like, socks. 
Oh yeah. Oh, the boob socks like, are great. Where it's like, it, somehow this thing maintains the shape of the entire tit and ass yes. all the way to the under to the crease and then back down, thus ensuring it's the most uncomfortable chafy thing of all time. Like, it, it just just imagine for a second you like wrapped yourself in saran wrap, only you put basketballs on your tits. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Would, hey. There would be a diagonal line Keep going. from the tip of uh, the basketball uh, to the bottom of your ribs. Oh uh, yes. Right, right. Thanks. So, that was like, really good for me. That's no matter how skin tight it is, it's it's gonna it's not gonna curve up like that. And I don't know at what point people just decided that this was the calling of animated things altogether. Is that every single fucking feature of the boob would be skin tight? I don't. I don't get it. You know. You, anyway. know she, you know what she has in there that's holding her boobs up, though, is you know when you have a window unit air conditioner, Science. and then on the outside you have that like plank at a diagonal that's just holding the the edge of the AC up on the outside. <laughs> yeah. so that's what's in her suit. And it's just holding the tip of her boobs up, and you can't see it. And that's there's, why they're there's so perky. There's full on rigging. If she took it off, besides the quad, the the nipple would have would have two distinct wooden shims keeping it in place at the two contact points. Wait, you, you guys, it's like the um shit. It's that that like Simpsons like meme rigging. where like someone just has like binder clips on Homer's back holding oh, him yeah. back to make him oh, look yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like that, except for it's all up front. <laughs> she takes it's, off the suit and it's just everything's all stuffed in. Yeah, it, it it's all just, just flows she's just, out like like water. Uh, she's like modeled hey. herself with like a cellophane bra, you know, and then just like yeah. every day she has to put it back on. It's disgusting. Oh so anyway, plot. Uh, she's on a mission to stop a child trafficker. The child trafficker is disguising himself and his trafficked child. As a random dude and an old man, the because when you're super old, some you hunch over and you get a little short, so it was the perfect disguise for a little kid, I guess. Yep, it's um, like a neat idea for a moment. It's, it's yeah, there, it's okay. It's okay. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. No, no. It's ultimately in service of nothing. But yes. whatever. <laughs> so and then they they anime fight, blah blah blah. They get captured. Uh, it turns out, and. I'm almost happy that there's no painful exposition dump of a lot of this information because it wasn't really all that hard to pick up. It's just dumb. Yep. But basically they're in a galaxy called the eighth galaxy. Yep. And that kind of right there tells you that there's faster than light travel. It gives you a pretty good idea of the tech level that we're dealing with. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Besides the opening, which could theoretically give you an idea, but not necessarily. Um, and there are AI robots through neural links that are so advanced that they're basically, they can phase in and out of matter. Uh, which that's of course, what the main like, character's let's butler just, is. L- let's just like take that apart for a moment. We have neural networks, which in this world means that you can communicate like via the Wi-Fi using your brain. And thus right. that means you have an AI butler that can just exist in the physical space when he so chooses and it's like i don't i don't think those two are necessarily tied technologies but it's at very least those two things are the foundation of all the technology uh, in this universe yeah there are mechs which they sort of just refer to as any robot that you neural link with which is a little weird sometimes yeah uh and the neural link technology so i think it's just kind of a coincidence that this particular mech butler 
is extremely advanced and he can phase in and out of matter oh, no. and he's, not all he's, of them they can. They explain him as the most advanced one yeah, there is. They, yeah. He's they literally him that as giant awesome. fortress with a Gundam inside it that we learn about. That's him. Well, yeah, sort of. No, no, it is him. He literally refers to that as his well, main body. Correct, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... <laughs> That's him. I, I, something tells me there's more to that well, than that, but yeah, I get it. I get it. It's Whatever. Him. A- anyway, point is, is uh, yes, he can phase in and out of material. I don't think that's a normal thing. I think that's just a him thing. Yes, I believe so. And uh, for the most part, for everyone else in the galaxy, uh, a mech is really just any kind of robot. Sometimes they're ships. Sometimes they're like actual mech suits. Sometimes they're just chips that you put on your body or augments you put on your body. All of it's mech or tech, I guess you could just call it that. And they can control it all with their brain waves. However, there is a huge subset of the human population, which they very disgustingly called brainless. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who do in fact have brains? Yeah, <laughs> but for oh, it's some like, reason, it's, it's like the earless where they had ears. <laughs> they have the ears. Oh my god, <laughs> I forgot about the earless. In, what did they call them in fucking Scarlet Nexus? <laughs> like the fucking Dumbos or something? The others. The others. No, no, they they had a they had a name for them, and it was stupid as hell. No, no, the the people in Scarlet Nexus who couldn't use the neural links. Oh, oh, oh you're muggles. Ta- oh, uh, no, because they couldn't they couldn't read the signs. The duds. So I think bad. They called them duds. Yeah, the duds. They that called them duds. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. It. Yeah, they should just call them dud bloods. <laughs> 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 oh my god, it's so stupid, but it's oh, it's hilarious how obviously insulting it is. Yep. So. A huge subset, a huge set of the human population are brainless. And I, this sort of runs as your Oh, excuse. and there's, there's, there's a spectrum of brainless, by the way, just to well, make yeah, it there's also a, a little more offensive. Hey, hey some, Bob, some why, why don't we... may or may not be really on the spectrum. You, you could be 10% brainless, you could be 90% brainless. It's just, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might be really heavy on the brainless spectrum. <laughs> if we were going to have, uh, you know, a binary, let's say, of... Uh, Either yes brain or no brain. Um, I, where where would you place me? Oh, I'd say you're about halfway brain. You're about half no. Brain. I don't think that's it. Mike, no, no. I either I either have it or I don't. You're about three quarter brain. I don't. Right. Oh, I I feel like this that's is not, not working. Yeah, maybe maybe we should come up with like a better term where it's like how much brain nope. instead of just brainless. Or and the opposite of there is no opposite. They don't call the other people the opposite. They just it's either normal people or brainless. Like it's not even like right, yeah. there's a dichotomy. Like these are the brained and these are the brainless. Where it would like make a little more sense. It's no like these people are smart and these people are huge morons. They're called brainless. That's how dumb we think yeah. they are. Ugh. And in uh in kind of nice fashion, this sort of works as an excuse, like a built-in world excuse as to why everybody doesn't live on Eden. Because if you're brainless, you literally can't live there. That's true. They can't. How could they possibly connect to the Wi-Fi? So, so they sort of, yeah. I mean, and, and when the Wi-Fi is everything, you physically can't live there. Like you would die if you couldn't interact with those machines at the level that you need to. Oh wait, maybe so, Elon like has a new. Can I get like my heart on like a Wi-Fi connection? You know, so that way, like if I don't connect to the Wi-Fi, I guess. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, I have <laughs> oh, a brain. Ethan, so I'm sorry, the test just. Came oh my back. god. Well, oh, do no. I at least have three quarter brain? No. Well, now you're, you're heartless too. But <laughs> oh that's no! A different issue. We'll get rid of those ears, you earless monster. Wait, but it, yeah, it turns out you have an allergy to the Neuralink, and well, <laughs> we already took your heart out. <laughs> you're gonna die, son. Well, luckily, you can't call yourself pigless anymore, though. 
Because you now have a pig heart. Oh. <laughs> I feel like we're like anyway. branching very close to like Repo Man, you know? Well, yeah, I, I that's kind of what the show has a little bit going on for. Yeah. Like uh, in Repo Man, not Repo the Genetic Opera, what? I believe, that's is the one that one. invented the this exact concept with Eden, with the, the neurotechnology that just puts you in a happy place forever. And, you know, as long as somebody pays for it, you're fine. Anyway, to just to wrap up, because like there's not much worth talking about as far as the actual plot goes. Yeah, true. The only thing I think is worth talking about is the fact that this show does a lot of very basic things right. And it, it was almost like I didn't know what I was missing a lot of times. What like, do you mean? Characters have characters. And they don't just have a particular design and screech at the camera what their personality is over and over again. Like they actually have personalities and those personalities interact with each other in organic ways. And those personality interactions are the backbone of the story that you're watching. A crazy fucking idea. So like the main character was a general for the whatever universe Space conglomerate Galaxy. alliance, whatever the fuck they call it, that runs Eden. Sure. And... Except that he was a bit of a black sheep in the Eden community. Eden, because they made this perfect little society, doesn't really know where it stands on the very concept of a military, as far as I could tell from the information that we got. And from what I understood, they don't like going to war and actually killing people. Uh, but this guy, the main character, was considered like a heartless, ruthless fucking barbarian. By yeah. the other people in his own yeah, society, so because when when he went to war, he would actually kill people. Yeah, and he, the one guy, you're right. In the last episode, I think I I read up on Wiki that yeah. guy's the guy's dad's name is like One Eyed Hawk or something really stupid like that. But he's like, you won't believe what this guy did in war. He mm -hmm. killed people. He yeah, killed yeah. them. Well, now we're and now it, we're into that Star Trek <laughs> episode where it's just like we're at war, and you're like, okay, well. We simulated this missile going to this other city. So now 400 people have to get into the death pods. And the Star yeah, Trek crew yeah. are like, what? Like, why are you getting what? into the death pods? Like, you could choose not to die. And they're like, yeah, but this is to, what war is. Like, we have to die To now. be fair, to be fair, if the guy decided not to get into the death pod, that makes sense. But if you were the guy who was like, get in the death pod, I would think you were a ruthless asshole. That's <laughs> yeah, true. So to be fair, if I lived in the Eden Society and one of my generals was like actually killing people, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's true. That's a good doing? point. Yeah. <laughs> you would certainly but, uh, stand out. You're like, dude, you are yeah. a massive barbarian. It also explains why he was kind of... It, I, again, we don't know this for sure, but it's pretty clear that the first scene that we see is him faking his death yes, so that is. he can leave that society and join the rest of everybody else. Except for it turns out... And kind of make it in the way that he wants it to by leading a gang of what would otherwise be called space pirates. Except it turns out that he doesn't actually fake his death. He just murders all the space pirates surrounding him after he faked his death. Thus, everyone knows he's still alive. Uh, he didn't kill them all. He kill tried them. to. He, oh, he sort okay. of failed. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he gets ship, chased down by the, the ship still blew up. Right. He just he just wanted to be a ruthless asshole and I mean whatever. And to be fair, he really did a pretty good job there for yeah, the most part. The point is is that this is a character. He yeah. has character traits that aren't just how he's dressed and what he says out loud to the camera while staring into my face assuming that I'm too fucking stupid to figure it out. 
And uh, yeah, you get that from the first time you meet him. He's very methodical. He's pretty ruthless. He doesn't seem to care whether people live or die on his missions. But overall, his missions seem to be like kind of make sensey. You know, he's not he's not cruel. He's not needlessly evil. But he's just not. He's not going to go out of his way to do things nicely if it doesn't convenience him. Like, he's always going to take the easiest way through a situation, even if that easiest way is killing the people who saw what happened. Anyway, uh, the other characters are the girl that we talked about with big ass and titties. She doesn't have a character. She's just uh, uh, four well, round orbs. Yeah, I mean, she, she made the mistake of being a woman in an anime, so. Right, so fuck her. Yep. Um, but not really. That, that would be gross. And then uh, another little girl who has half a skirt and half a pair of pants. Real fucking crazy ass shit on there. And a bunch of other kids who go to a school. The headmaster of that school is directly associated with the main character. Yes. In in case we haven't just said it out loud, is the head of a... um, uh, What should I call it? Is the head of a... Uh, uh, a gang. He is the head of a gang called the Black Holes. Uh, wait, yeah. he is? I thought it was... No, he's the leader. Or... He, wa- he was the general guy, and then he faked his death and then got saved by the professor in space, and then he became the leader of Black Hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, right. I think he says another name. Like, he has a well, yeah, he has no, a he has a, His new name is, like, C-Gay or C-G or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you pronounce C-what? it. But, but his... Uh, his old name C-gay. was like Lin, Lin, C-gay run. Ling Zigao or something. But yes, that's run his old name. He's going that, by yeah. an alias now. How'd you guys not pick right, up right. on this, Ethan? No, uh, I, yeah, I, that's, I totally, yeah, I, uh, uh, and that And idiot. that's basically it for the story. Most of it is just him trying to run his gang while the old people from his old society try to figure out, A, whether or not he's actually dead, B, recover the super mech that he is in control of, and I think at some point C kill him because they know he betrayed them or something like that. Uh, there's a little bit of confusion in it because we jumped to the last episode. Yes, and we have no idea what a, his actual plan is. A we, whole lot of shit We, we know on. that his sister is the bad guy. That's what yes, we know. His, his sister is still more or less in charge of the old society that he left. She is theoretically just as ruthless and evil as he is. She's just better at hiding it or something. She She's portrayed as very sinister, but uh, more reserved about. I mean, she killed a man are... in her car after they were attacked by mechs. Oh yeah, but, I, I get that. Shot but I mean, like she blank. she hides it. She hides it. I don't think that's something the main character wouldn't do. No, no, no. Totally I just I just mean that I yeah. was agreeing that she was as ruthless. Like she literally just right, right. shot. Like that's that's when we're introduced to her ruthlessness. Like she doesn't say a word yeah. up until that point. And then they the the mechs are hunting them down. You're like, oh, I'm, I think she's behind this clearly. And then yeah. they're in the car. It cuts away to the outside, and you hear, and then he's on the ground dead, and she's in there. She gets out and goes, "I told you you'd pay with your life." And I was like, "No, you didn't. You haven't yeah. said a word yet." Not, you not, you not said a I don't know who you are or what you're referring to, but you go, girl. <laughs> girl power. And then she's referred to as Stinky Sister in the last episode because the Stinky Sister. Yeah. yeah. Who they're talking about? Wait, no, I thought they're they were talking be... about a place. They, they kept saying <laughs> space station. I feel like stinky we could have because... been someone else called Stinky <laughs> no, Sister. Because those pilots said that Stinky Sister took them in as orphans. Yeah, incredible. 
That's right? gotta be her. Why? There's no way it's not her. There's just no way. All I'm saying is she doesn't seem very deserving of that title. She's stinky. Nothing about her makes me think she stinks. That's true. She I, seems. If they called her evil sister, I might get it. But sister, sneaky sister sneaky sounds like sis. someone else. Man, that's a translation thing. Sounds I like sounds that. like something they do in Alabama. But uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, I give you the stinky sister. You know what I mean? Oh God! <laughs> I hate where Go this in is headed. Go in the back room, and I'll give you a stinky sister. I um. You do the dishes today. I finally, uh, I finally <laughs> watched the, the alligator pen. <laughs> Was it? Jay, was it you last year that you posted, or not year, last week that you posted the YouTube channel for The Weird Guy, the, like the Arby's guy? The Weird Guy? Yeah, I'll show it. I'll pull it up. But the like basically there's guy. a... There's You're a have to be more specific. No, that's the thing. That's like his channel. There's a meme about The Weird Guy. The Weird Guy, on yeah. This at 11. All right, blow me. So this In guy news, basically... The stinky Sisters taking over the 8th Galaxy. This dude, like, he walks, he's, like, walking out of, like, a comic book store, and he's getting interviewed, and she's, like, the interviewer's, like, hey, what do you have in the bag? And he's, like, uh, uh, it's a anime, or it's a manga called uh, Brother Sister. And, uh, she's, like, oh, wow, like, what are they, like, a crime-fighting duo? And he's, like, uh, well, uh, it's, uh, called Brother Sister, and they, uh, they fuck? <laughs> she's, like, they what? I do, I do like, know what you're talking about. And Jay, yeah. you have shared this. Yeah, I think okay. this is some. Anyway, point being, I'm not 100 percent sure what you're talking. No, about. the stinky it was, sister. It was, it was it was a comedy sketch where the guy's yeah, getting yeah. like reported in real life, and he does these things all the time. Jay, you showed me this, and you're pretty sure. But he comes out and he's got like a manga in a bag, a manga in a bag, and they're like, "Hey, oh, sir, what do you got there? What do yeah. you got there?" And he's like, "Oh, uh, his brother, sister," and he's acting all weird. <laughs> and I was like, "What's, what's there? Oh, they have sex." <laughs> They, no, they, okay, have, uh, they right. fuck. The camera goes. They fuck each other. <laughs> <laughs> they do what? Well, they fuck each other. <laughs> Is that some kind of like uh, brother sister crime fighting duo? Uh, <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, they um, uh, they uh, they fuck. fuck? <laughs> yep. He's just like, well, it's called Stinky Sister. Yeah, he, he, he's called <laughs> Stinky Sister. It's about a guy and is a. <clears throat> As a stinky sister, uh, uh, yeah, and she uh, adopts uh, a, a uh, bunch what of people. About her stinks. Oh, well, uh, um, <laughs> uh, well, uh, um, you see, <laughs> um, <laughs> she's got a, um, a mean smell. <laughs> cut, cut! The sweat is dripping down. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, yeah. So yeah, we got the stinky right. sister. We're done. We're done with stinky sister. Let, let's just let's just move on to a different anime. Uh, the only thing I want to highlight is that this is this is about as competent as a, a CW Philly show. Yeah. And somehow that is even more competent than the normal anime. I there's would agree. characters. There's character arcs. There are events that happen that don't just feel like they came completely out of fucking nowhere and serve zero purpose. Um, I just want to point out, though, the funniest part about the show for me that took me completely off guard. Episode 11, last thing I have written down, is one of the dudes that got adopted by the Stinky Sister. Um, just like some random mook. You can tell he's not a mook because he takes off his helmet. And they're like, hey, what's your name? And he's like, my name is Saturday. And you're like, it's, it's what? It, what do you mean it's Saturday? Oh, he's like, Grey Worm. Yeah, he's Grey Worm. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he got adopted on a Saturday. And, um, you know, he just got named Saturday. And you're like, okay. <laughs> it took me totally off guard. But um, that and Stinky Sister, I think, are probably the uh, the keys to this anime. I, I agree. I agree. All right, you want to do Realist? Which one do you want to do? You want to do Realist? You, you think uh, you no, want to... No, no, I think we should save Realist for last, because I yeah, think that's I... when we're going to have the most to say about Yeah, okay. JW and I are going to argue a lot about Realist, I'm sure, so we probably should <laughs> save that for last. <laughs> probably not that much anymore, but... Yeah. He's yeah, got a lot out on the sub. I threw in my opinion, and I think I was the only one that was right. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm Okay. Doing. All right, yeah, I'm sure you but were very right. Ethan, talk to us about Nighthead. Well, one, two, three, and the uh, final episode. Just you know, give us a quick synopsis of what happened in Nighthead 2041. Oh, I'm going to have to, like, remind myself. Okay, so there's a super authoritarian um, uh, society in the future, presumably, that literally has outlawed thought crime if it concerns, like, gods and Buddhas and spirituality in any sense. <laughs> and those are the two things they say, gods and Buddhas. Yeah, it's yeah, I do love that they make the distinction. They're like, all right, all the gods, and Buddha's, like, technically not a god, but I guess we kind of have to include him because people worship him like a god, so let's just say he's spiritual. Okay, you can't have Buddha either. <laughs> You're like... Okay, that's this this weird, anime okay. hit hard after you learn that China's banning anything with a femboy in it and everything. It's like no. <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on. I haven't heard about any this. Feminine boys in my the defective anime. Well, <laughs> I, they I better get their red marker out because there's a lot to scribble over. I I'm very upset about this. This is hitting much harder than whenever uh, China removed Bitcoin and Dogecoin. I mean, and Google. Where and Google? I mean, where does it end? The goddamn graph. Graphics card prices, at least. No, that's... You can't just uh, say that. China doesn't make the graphics cards. No, they buy them all. Oh, 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 yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, they, they also, they're also trying to ban uh, any video games that give you the option to choose wrong in a choice of right and wrong. <laughs> uh, well, I mean... You're not allowed to choose the EVA. So KOTOR, yeah, yeah. banned. Nothing of value was lost as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> there was a... Those those binary those binary moral choice games aren't exactly Are fucking pinnacle philosophical. You guys thought. you guys want to play Kotor? Sure, all right, but you can only ever play Light Side. Yeah. Why? Because they're I the good guys. I didn't say that. All I mean is that maybe don't give out karma points. Like maybe that's just a situation. That's the thing <laughs> you should just fucking get rid of. Yeah, maybe but it's sort of just the wrong deal when the only meaningful choice you have is choosing between crunching a puppy under your heel and sucking <laughs> the marrow out while its owner cries, or I don't know, being normal. <laughs> you guys, you guys want to play Fable? You can never kick a chicken. I swear <laughs> yeah, to God, if you kick one chicken, the only moral court choice in Witcher is whether or not to play Gwent, and I am a hundred percent down with that version. You'll be court-martialed if you kick a chicken in Fable. You can only play Gwent and Witcher, and Kotor doesn't exist. This is the world I stand for. Wait, hold on. So you, you're a Maoist? I get yeah. it. Okay, all right, yeah, all right, yeah. All right cool. I mean, this know, is China we're talking about. Right, and China are obviously still Maoist. Definitely not Yeah, capitalist. they definitely are. Yeah, definitely the still The Little Maoist. Red Book is still the best-selling book. Yep, 100%. Uh, anyway, back on topic. So is the Bible, I guess. I don't know. All right. So, yeah, in the future world, thought crimes are literally illegal for spirituality. <laughs> Can you imagine that? You go into, like, a bookstore, and there's, like, a, the Bible's on the best-seller list, <laughs> and it's always there. You yeah. son of a bitch! Get that shit out of here. <laughs> it's true, you know. Just yeah, just because they're not to stuff wrong. something in the goddamn desk drawer doesn't mean it's a bestseller. <laughs> they're not wrong. Bestseller means most amount of copies sold, JW, and nothing else. 
<laughs> can they afford some better fucking paper? No, that's how it remains this the best seller. shit's so thin, I can see the next three pages bleeding through. Listen, if I if I if I if I charge you more for a Bible, you'd be less likely to buy it. So I'm gonna charge <laughs> you. Goddamn right. We got you know what? That is technically down. true. Nobody wants to buy a Bible for less than ten dollars. <laughs> Make that shit out of tissue paper There's and a, dreams. Is a good sweet spot. We gotta hit the people. Will love it. Make the make the print so fucking small. No one over the age of forty is gonna read it. Sometimes I like how it's just, just it's just the Bible too. It's not which specific one. Like all the fucking different versions of the Bible that America has created at this point. Like which one are we talking about here? You know, <laughs> well, four point five font. I don't even single I don't even, spaced. I'm not even aware if NIV is even the newest anymore. But I think it's still the most widely accepted. And then probably yeah. King James. I think would be after that. Yeah, King yeah, James, the King is, James is becoming old school now. Can you well, believe yeah. that? I shit? mean, it was growing up. I, guess. I remember ass, when the King James real ass came fucking out. Paper in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the NIV is the fucking <laughs> the Amazon warehouse <laughs> shelf stocker version. <laughs> oh no, please! <laughs> they got that shit trimmed don't down you dare to a science. Jeff, don't you dare, Jeff Bezos, my Bible. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole, there's a whole warehouse shelf full of Bibles, and somehow the shelf doesn't weigh more than a hundred pounds. <laughs> Wow, the new revised standard version, NRSV. Well, there you oh, go. There you See, go. I wasn't sure if it was the... Okay, but I was right about King James being second and then the NIV. All right, listen up here, all right? I don't Look attention. at that. Look at that. Society yeah. moves forward. What, what did they change? Now I have to go back and read it. What did they change the, the NRSV? You're going to have to read what the whole Bible? What did they change? You're like, the Bible. Why not? Just do a head-by-head comparison. <laughs> you do. I love it. Hey, listen, I mean, you, like, you read other books. And, all right, like You read all the Harry it. Potter series. It's like that. I'm just reading the Bible. <laughs> Find well, out what they change. Fair enough. And then Job fair beget enough. Job. And Job beget Job. And Job no, yeah. somehow like hey, beget Job. Genealogy is the best part. They got a lot of cool oh my God. in there. That's true. There's At least there's no around. fucking rampant transphobia in that part of the Bible. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. That's fair I point. was reading Harry Potter and I felt less dirty. <laughs> or no, I was reading the Bible. I felt <laughs> less dirty, dirty than reading Harry Potter. Right. Yep, I agree with that. Uh, there was a centaur rape scene. Like, come on, man. At least that's not in the yeah, Bible. In the Bible, a guy gets hung up by his hair in the trees and gets stabbed. That's what you get for having long hair, you idiot. Yeah, you get idiot. speared to death multiple times. <laughs> you fucking hippie-ass bitch. <laughs> anyway. That's what he gets. This is now the the crappy Bible review. Show. Oh my God! Yeah, just Let's one just like say we've the got CBR, ah, the CBRS. We review the NRSV. I understand. You know what? We should do that. We should just like one time. Maybe in the KJV. We should just make up two anime names that sound absolutely ludicrous, and then just literally like make a plot <laughs> that sounds like it's like it's just from the Bible. It's lifted but from it's the, just Bible. the Bible. But like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just stories. and you don't say a fucking word. You just give them like anime <laughs> names, and like you, yeah, and then you move we, on. We just watch like the lowest rated thing on Crunchyroll that nobody's ever seen, and then we just we just say that the plot was all Bible stories, and we just change all the names. <laughs> yeah. I, I would be very good at Kirito this. went into the bank and just started flipping tables and whipping a bunch of bangers. It was really like, weird. Damn, Kirito seems pretty fucking cool. He's like anti I actually kind of like Kirito. Yeah, yeah, but nice. then he went into town and, and told everyone to sell their clothes and buy swords. Hot shit, Kirito. <laughs> there you go, baby. I like him. All right, all right. Back to the anime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Back to the, the other shit. I can only... I can only Talk about how thin the paper is in the Bible so many times. <laughs> I don't know. I could do it all day, really. It's, it's a weird thing to harp on, but, you know, I get a lot of mileage out of it. <laughs> Much like the space on this Bible page. Uh, okay. That so, wasn't funny. Oh, okay. Don't laugh. Oh, my, still, my bad. Still love you. All right. Uh, so, yeah, there's... um, There's... 
yeah, we have that society. It's a future society. Everything's shit. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure we see a literal robot cleaning up a dead body and refers to it as uh, what a non-moving organic, organic trash. trash or something. And you're like, yeah. damn, like that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> I kind of like that. Um, there's uh, some Silver kids with uh, superpowers. Um, there's a cop, two cops um, that were following around. Are they literal brothers? I I think they are. Yes, right? they're both. Okay. Both sets are literal bro- literal brothers. Okay, I thought they were. I just couldn't remember for sure. Um, let's see here oh actual compliment the whole thing is in cgi and the cgi is like it's not good it's still like a cgi anime but like mm, it's passable at times i was kind of surprised sometimes when it looked not dog shit so if that's a compliment then there you go um the cops are explicitly tasked to take down anyone that pretends or literally believes in mythical or mystical things um, mm-hmm. and they do a raid and, um, <laughs> yeah, just a casual this is, raid. This is pretty, this is pretty great. Um, and it like leads off like weird because they like run into this building and they're like, all right, nobody move. And, um, the, the cop like headquarters is like, well, there's no one here. So like, what are you yelling at? And there's just this one chick in the middle of the floor that like kind of doesn't move. Does she say anything in the scene? I don't think she does. Doesn't she just disappear? Yeah, it, well, the thing is, is we see this scene three different ways, four different times. Yep. You know what I mean? That's, That's true. the best way to describe it. So, so it's really, really annoying. Yeah, and this this chick's going to show up a couple more times. So, like, you know, whatever. But, yeah, she pops in and, like, she clearly only shows up to people that, like, have mystical power. And um, this is when you find out that the cops actually do have mystical power. Um, actually, you know what? That's skipping ahead a little, and I really want to talk about this scene. So, it? yeah, it's it's skipping ahead a tiny bit. So here's some, like, gems that we got out of this one scene. The girl disappears, and then all of a sudden cops are getting uh, fucking killed. Oh, by the way, ACAB, as usual. But um, the cops are getting dropped by these, like, mystical dudes. And by mystical, I mean they're just cult followers, but they have AK-47s. And they're dropping cops. And when they're like, oh, my God, why didn't we know they were here? Like, we checked it for life signs. The line was... They're wearing radio wave absorbers, so we can't see them on radar. And I was like, what? Like, what is that? Tell me more about that. Whatever that tech is that they are wearing that prevents bouncing of, like, radio waves. I mean, what are they, like, stealth bombers? Because, like, if that's the case, I guess. But, like, are you not planning for this? Like, isn't this normal that you would have to deal with this? Um, anyway, they murder a bunch of those mooks, um, literally murder. Like I, I, it's not, this anime doesn't hold back about like, I knock them out. They just fucking gun them down. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's whenever cop one finds out that he has superpowers because they didn't murder one of the, uh, the bad guys, quote unquote. And cop two almost gets cut in the head, but cop one forces both of them into a wall with like some kind of push shit. The, you know, like the movie Push. Actually, no. In this scene, he doesn't force his brother into what? a wall. It's only it's only in the next scene when he realizes he can't control his powers because that girl told him that he pushes his brother back. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's only the Mookus. I know I'm I know. right. I know I'm right. Wow. Yeah. It, yeah. That, it, that definitely happens at one <laughs> Just point. Just not this one. I could not tell you which of the many times we see this happen 
okay, in the, chronology the first scene, when the it first happens. scene, when it happens, he doesn't blow his brother away. Then when they're in the building and those teens are committing <laughs> suicide, uh, that's when his ability uh, pushes his brother away. That's true. But doesn't push the girl that's also within range of his ability. So it kind of just picks and chooses who it hits and for no yeah, real reason. Yeah, it's convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Let's see here. World War Three is coming um, because World the... World War what? Three. The, those people asked that question because they were like, how is it so far in the future? I thought I'd bring that up again. So. Oh, was making yeah. an anime joke. It's okay. That, that was good. Yeah. No, no, hey, that was that was good. I, I'm patting the top of my microphone for you. Thank so, you. no problem. Um, I'm sure that audio was amazing for our listeners. I pay but attention. It's fine. Oh, yeah. No, not like that. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay, cool. Um, so, anyway, uh, they're at like a diner. And um, this is where there is a... We find out later she's a female cop. Like, she's just a cop that's in disguise. And she's convincing this uh, mystical dude named Miracle Mike or hey, Miracle Mick. Mick. Miracle Mick. Miracle Mick is awesome. If it was Miracle Mike, I would have been far more entertained. <laughs> yeah, Miracle Mike would have been way better. <laughs> or Magic have, Mike. I would have done a cosplay if it was Miracle Mike. I'd have done that for Halloween this year, but it's Mick, so I can't do it. Fucking Magic <laughs> Mike. Well, uh, Miracle Mick, he uh, he doesn't really have superpowers, but someone in no. the room does. And um, he, like, gets convinced to, like, heal some kid's arm and heal this kid's eye. And basically, she does what the FBI does with, um, like, anyone that might be a radical, where, like, they'll just find some kid online and go, Hey, uh, you ever thought about blowing up the White House? And this kid's like, no, what the fuck? Like, I would not <laughs> do that. Yeah. And, like, then the FBI's like, what if we gave you a lot of money to do that thing and we also gave you literature to radicalize you? And then the kid's like, I mean, I don't know, maybe I would do that. And then the FBI's like, oh, you fucking heard it here first. This guy's going to blow up the White House. And then they take down like a 17-year-old kid that they like framed. And that's exactly what she does. She frames this guy using her psychic powers to pretend that he has psychic powers. So then the cops take him in for pretending he had psychic powers and that's when it's revealed to our two cops that, uh, the two brother cops, that psychic shit is real and that the whole government apparatus is meant to ensure that the public never finds out that psychic shit is real, which is why they've made it a thought crime, which is an insane plot device. <laughs> it is, it is, uh, it is something special. <laughs> I thought the second they said that, I thought that was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely bonkers. Like, like it takes the it takes the bullshit idea of um of uh Scarlet Nexus like to an entirely new level where, where they're just where they not only are doing illegal psionics research but like just imagine if the entire society ran on psionics and at yep. the exact same time they made it illegal for people to talk about psionics it's it's fucking wild yeah I mean, we even like the American Empire doesn't do this shit. Like the people that were in the CIA that like overthrew Latin American, you know, South American countries. No, they just believed in capitalism. It's not like they they thought that like you know we have to do this to protect capitalism. It wasn't like we're doing this because it's you know we're we're secret. They're just not doing communism right, so we have to overthrow this communist state. That would be like some weird like blue pill shit. And um, yeah, but no, yeah, they, they, these people are crazy. They um. Yep, psychics are real. The government um, doesn't want you to know, though. Um, and that's whenever the the, uh, the sergeant's like, all of you are the best of the best in the cop land. 
And, uh, you know, you're going to become psychics too. I imagine that the writer of this anime saw Men in Black and thought that idea was really cool and then made the worst possible version of it where the government, like, you know, like the Men in Black is the government and they're the people that only know about psychics and they have to keep the world safe by not telling anyone else about psychics and erasing their memory, except in this case they just kill them and it's not actually as good because... It doesn't make any sense whatsoever to not have psychics in the world when they're not aliens, at least. And that's kind of what those those were the vibes I was getting, where it was a government agency just trying to save the world by not telling the world the thing about the world that's in the world. And then because of that, it just keeps folding in on itself. And then you see that it happens in multiple timelines and it gets all ridiculous. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I don't get any of this. And I was I was happy. It's a good time. Anyway, that's my piece. I just wanted to pop in. Oh, yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, episode three. Some uh, high schoolers play with the occult. And um, this, only this, and certainly not a young child controlling them a few blocks uh, over, is what makes them all try to kill themselves when they get caught by the cops. So one kid, one little girl, I guess, throws herself off of, like, what, like a couple stories and, like, well, she okay, lands so on some first rebar. Girl, first girl hangs herself. Second oh, yeah. guy, second guy uh, slits his wrists or neck. It doesn't show. It just shows a pool of blood and a knife. Uh, third yeah. guy, when they're in the room, the occult room that's in every high school, we all know that, uh, jumps off a second story building onto like a spiked fence. Well, that, that was a chick, uh, I thought, wasn't it? Yeah, sorry, chick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then the fourth chick that starts trying to shoot, and then like the then the phantom power keeps passing, and he keeps taking, just keeps like everyone's just trying to kill everyone at this point, but it, there's only yeah. one person at a time. Yeah, it, it can else. only be like a one at a time possession. Uh, the one kid tries to like commit suicide by cop, which like, I mean, as an American, how can I, that's like the most relatable thing I can understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, basically the cops turn on each other because they're all being controlled by one kid. And this is the moment where um, uh, cop number one who has the mystical powers blows away cop number two and like shoots him into a wall. So yes. I remember this one happening for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, several times, I think. Yeah, I think it does happen twice in this episode. Um, well, no, I think it's at the end of the one episode and the beginning of the next, like they show it again or something. Like, oh, they really wanted to hammer it home that he uh, that he doesn't he have control. Away. He yeah. needs to get control of his he power. Don't have control of your power. You awakened it, but you don't have control over it. Uh, I don't know what that means. They they catch up with this kid that's been murdering all the other kids. The one that's like doing the mind control, and um. What happens? Isn't it the the like chick with the mind control ability comes in and kills the kid? Am I well, no, yeah. So so the the the, the silver haired twins uh, are following uh, that lady that keeps popping in and out, whatever her name is, from both yeah. timelines. This is where you start to find out that like timelines are converging. Yeah, uh, yeah. It turns out, out the silver haired kids them, are from the future. She sends them back to their parents' old garage or their old house. It's not there. Then their old garage, and then they go find the house of this kid that's doing it. And they go, hey. Knock it off, kid. That's bad to make people kill each other. And then Big Boob Lady uh, cuts back to her and her team. And she's like, I think I can find the kid. And then right after that, they hop in the room and they go, there's the kid. And she just shoots him with a taser right in the neck. And they go, wait a minute, who are you? And they go, nothing, we're out of here. They run out. And then they run into the other twins and they have a face-off. And then the silver hair, they realize that like they're connected in some way because they're all playing a game of life in the same yeah, they're they're having the same shared memory, but it's like visual to all four of them, and they're all playing life. 
It's literally uh, the board game life, yeah, and I and love then, that. And then the silver-haired kid tries to run away, and the orange-haired guy that has the psionic wave powers like shoots him, and then they get taken down by some rando, and then it cuts to different scenes. But that's kind of it. Yep. We'll watch it through the end of that. Uh, episode 12. Um, apparently, the spirit portal opened up within this world. Uh, <laughs> wasn't ready for that, but apparently that happened. I, um, I, I'm all here for not ever going back and seeing what happens between episodes 4 and 11. That would make it so much worse. I, I yeah, just, definitely. I just wanted to be like, and we're here, and the chief of police is trying to kill these two guys while the spirit portal to the demon realm opens up, and it's like, yes, this is what I wanted all along. I don't want to... Fast forward me. Get, get me here. Get me here. The, uh, the spirit portal, they like zoom out a couple of times into literal space, and it shows two Earths that are connected by the spirit portal that are like being ripped asunder. And I think it's implied that like the timeline is collapsing or something. I didn't really understand it. Did you guys get it? No. Excellent. Uh, Mike? Not in the slightest. Producer, uh, I know that you watch these. Uh, so, so the whole thing is like <laughs> no. both of them are on the same timeline, but the, the yes. two brothers with like the brain abilities. It's yes. there. They're the reason that the portal opened up because they have to go through all this trauma, like, and then right. deal with it. And then they jump in the hole, and that leads them to their brothers who had to deal right. with all this trauma. And they're like, yes. "Oh, now we know what you're talking about." And then it shows a clip of them playing life again. He goes, ah, "I hate that you're going first. <laughs> and then they agree on which brothers are going to die and which ones are going to live in this uh, realm. Yeah, this is so. Like, just to be clear the like older brothers hop into the spirit portal together to chase after the younger brothers, which are for some reason in the spirit portal. They find them, and then this is where they have this conversation like, well, only two of us get to live. And all of the like, you know, viewers are like, what, why? Like, why, why is that the case? Why is Although, that happening? Another comparison, this is the second time that we had time travel powers activated by trauma. Wait. That what? was the exact same thing that had happened in Scarlet Nexus. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. nice. They to, Look at they that. They had to shoot that guy's that girl's dog and mom in order to get her to to open up the time portal. That's fantastic. You know, that's good for not great the dog and mom. Alike, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, anime minds, they uh, they are great. Um. So anyway, uh, the two cops get to live because they're cops and they have guns, and the other ones don't. That's not the real reason, but I I would prefer it. Um. They hop out of the portal. Um, this is where... Oh, there's a little bit that I forgot, and like Mike already touched on, is that the chief of police tries to kill the two older brothers and is like, if you're going to like get in the way of this, then like I'll kill you. And then this old chick shoots him in the back, and it turns out the old chick is the female cop, but from the future. Yeah. And she wants chaos. This is where the, the Jordan Peterson uh, spin comes in. Yeah. Yeah, so the men in this anime want order, but the women in this anime want chaos. <laughs> it's not my Classic fault that they're gender-coded. Right? Classic women. It's not my fault, you know? Classic women. Throughout hey. all of history. Introduced chaos of the Garden of Eden, and they're still doing it to this day. God. It's not my fault that throughout all of history, men are never affiliated with chaos and only women. <laughs> men have never caused Nothing. any problem. You know, they, they, I, they didn't do anything wrong. I... I never want to talk to Jordan Peterson, but, like, if I could, like, just talk to his consciousness after he, like, you know, is off this mm -hmm. mortal coil, I'd just be mm -hmm. like, hey, so, like, were all wars started by women, like, in your mind? Or, like, what? Like, what's your deal, you know? 
No, no. It, it was the femininity in men that caused the wars, Ethan. You, you don't understand. It's the femininity of the soul. It's the chaos I mean, of, yeah, of, I, of feminism that got them. Yeah, they can't control themselves. It I was mean, men. It was men. But you, and you know what? It was it was their feminine side. You fucking know that he would immediately like bring up how Paris like started the uh, the war between oh. the, the oh, war where Achilles Lord. died. Help me out here. Um, oh yeah, he would. Uh, the war against Troy. I don't yeah, remember the name. I don't remember the name between Agamemnon and really like Troy. No, I don't. I don't remember. I mean, it's what the Iliad is based on, isn't it? Aegean War. That's not. That's not right. Anyway, you you know that he would bring that up because it involves like you know Greek history, which he loves despite all of the gay people oh, yeah, in it. Yeah. Well, everyone knows that all of human history is written from the ancient Greeks forward. Uh huh. And, and uh, no one else ever did anything cool at all. And uh, Mike, Mike, he, uh, I don't understand. Mike agrees with that. And uh, Mike, remain silent if you agree. Perfect. Okay, wow, we're on the same wow, page. Wow. Very good. That's that. It's you know, Mike. I, I thought you were better than that, but yeah, I you know, I you, me too. You were loud and clear on that one. Hey, you know what? Actually, Mike, respond if you like want to like fight back. Jesus. Okay, wow. no, I think An- he's just okay with resounding this. another resounding decision on his part. Jesus. But I think we should get back to the anime. Yeah, let's, let's I, I don't really back. want to know anything more about Mike. No, not like this. Dark. I mean, it, yeah, it's yeah. going to be bad. Yeah. Um, so anyway, there's um the they find their parents. Um and then the like goth chick, the goth chick cop shows up and is like, "These aren't your real parents. You murdered them years ago." And they like teleport them into like this clearly an illusion. And then mm-hmm. they do a double psych where actually she was just, you know, pulling an illusion because that's her entire fucking thing. And Who um, would have expected this? Yeah, no one could have known. Um, so anyway, she leaves. How does that How does that result? Does she just walk Who out? would have thunk it? I think she just walks yeah, out. Yeah, basically she just walks out, yeah. Yeah, and whatever. They're like reunited with their parents. And uh, I think the silver hair kids um, save the parents in the, in the past. The parents of the cop kids, if I remember. I really, I got confused in this last bit. Uh, but whatever. The point is, there's more time travel shenanigans, and somehow the silver-haired kids were a part of it. And that's, uh, that is Nighthead 2041. No, I never found out why it's called Nighthead. Uh, <laughs> no, you didn't. Uh, but it also, it used to that. be, I was looking it up, it used to be, it's based on a different show called Nighthead. Just so you know. Nighthead twenty forty one. It's not like I think it was like like a way back show. It's not like it's like not like a sequel, but it's kind of like I don't know what to call it. Hold on. Uh, where the frick was I just looking at it? It is based on the nineteen ninety two Japanese television drama series Nighthead. So okay, there you go. There's could have fooled me. I guess I, I don't no, know. I, I you know what? Hey, Mike, I didn't even see the resemblance. Did you? Uh, I I don't know what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, same, or maybe maybe not same. Nighthead Genesis is this it? Which one makes me a hack? If I actually know what it's from, or if I don't? Uh, both. Either oh. way, you're screwed. It doesn't Fuck. matter. You're doomed. There All right, let's 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 talk about Realist Hero. Let's let's just pivot. We don't need to know <laughs> more about Night Hero. <laughs> no, you really don't. But uh, Realist, wow, boy, howdy, is it great? Um, I guess I can talk about this one. Um, is it not yours? Yeah. It is mine. So okay. That's what I'm saying I guess I can talk about it. Yeah, I guess you I can just, talk about I it. Just rarely get to do this, it's like once a season. So it's always uh, literally by your design. But I'm gonna. 
<laughs> no one to blame but yourself. <laughs> shut your mouth. Listen here, I'll blame everybody but myself if I have to. Whatever uh, gets the job done. That's what I'm learning. From I the see the neoliberal world. take. Very yeah, good. Thank you. Um, but I'm I'm not even going to go that much into detail because I think it's just funnier to break it down together. So uh, the overall plot line is a, a kingdom is in financial ruin uh, and they need to pay back something to the bigger kingdom that is next to them uh, called the Grand Chaos Empire. Um, and they owe a huge totally debt to them. Totally normal people. Yeah, this very, the, very normal. <laughs> uh, this kingdom is called... Ah, frick. What the, I, I know also, I wrote wait, it in wait, the wait, chat wait, earlier. What is up with the fucking name? Like, every name for the last three seasons in, like, these fantasy worlds has the word grand in it. Not uh, grand, duh. Grand. No, grand, yeah. No, it's it's a big thing in, in, in Japanese anime. Like, there's grand blue. There's uh, Grand is just something they use, and I don't know why they're attached to it. I don't like it. Can we, um, hey, can you anyway, call up this, your people and kingdom, tell them to this stop? Ki- this kingdom's called Elfriden, okay? And they owe money to the Grand yeah, Christ Empire. The and they're like, what? well, Shit. we could dig ourselves out of this hole, or or we could keep digging, you know? The first okay. roll of the holes, just keep digging. Uh, so they decide to summon a hero to save their woes. The hero they get is, uh, what is he, like a financial guy? And he gets no, he's not. No, he's not even financial. He's just a fucking high school student. I thought he had like I thought he had a job. No, he's Damn. literally eighteen. He was reading Machiavelli's the uh, the Prince. Well, that's yes, very impressive. Was. Okay, so I mean, for an eighteen year old, it's very <laughs> clearly impressive. means he's into finances. Yeah, well, that, that's what I would say. Uh, no, you're right. He is just a student, but uh, I just assumed that maybe he had a background in finances. I don't know. They suck him in. This is all they get. It kind of reminds me of Shield Hero. Yeah. Um, so I and it's just it's kind of in the ways where they get a hero and it's like. This guy's kind of worthless, but then he turns out to be the savior. So he pours over their financial records. Uh, for some reason, he could do this. I guess like the equivalent of a CPA doing the job. And at the end of those three days, at him and uh, his prime minister named Marx, the king, prime minister named Marx, and our hero, at the end of those three days, the king says, "All right, this guy's the king now. So you enjoy it, because I suck at this." Uh, and that's what he does. So he becomes king, and he gets betrothed. He gets forcefully betrothed to the princess of the land. And his job throughout the whole anime is just to, with a realistic point of view, is to fix this entire kingdom, uh, first starting off with its finances and then going forward. And that's that's the whole plot. I want to talk about it uh, bit by bit with you guys because it's just way funnier. But that oh, that's yeah. it. Yeah, like yeah. This is an isekai where they just pull in a hero and he just fixes them financially. And that's, because that's it. That That's the whole thing. But... So I don't know about you guys, but I think I got the most laughs out of the first episode because there are so many just bizarre things that are happening that I I had no idea why it was happening, but it was just making me laugh constantly. I mean, the first one we already mentioned, which was that they kept cutting to this fucking shot of him reading The Prince. Yes. Does the person who wrote this have any idea what's in that book? No, I do not like think any so. any fucking idea. I really don't think so. Yeah, I don't think uh, his knowledge of Pike Square formations is really going to help him here. Uh, you clearly haven't read The Prince. 80% of it has nothing to do with what people think Machiavellianism is about. At all. It's also not that long. It's like a series of letters. <laughs> it's not a fucking book. But that's I, mean, I guess reading. you could make a book about it for like some historical context and shit. But yeah, no, it's not the 400-page novel that guy's lugging around. That's like, you know, I'm literally in the middle of reading um, Sun Tzu's, like, um, Art of shit. War. The Art, of, Art War. of War. Yeah, yeah. Like the only and um, 
Uh, it is, you know what you can do? You can just go ahead and not read that. So, yeah, I picked it up because it was, like, really short, and I was looking for a short book. But, like, it is actually even shorter than I thought it was supposed to be because, like... Yeah, it's a the series first of pseudo-intellectual quotes about war that really have nothing to do with war. What are yeah, you talking I, about? It, everything to do with war. It's called The like, Art like, of War. One of them is, be careful lighting shit on fire. Oh, so this Thanks, is like <laughs> so it's like the Old Testament recommendations from God, where it's like don't yeah. eat like cloven hoof like animals because yeah, you'll get worms. Uh, You're like, the uh, okay. supreme art of war is to subdue the enemy without fighting. Let your plans Great. be dark and impenetrable if, at night, and when you move, <laughs> fall like a thunderbolt. Let, like, are you kidding me? Sh- let your shit be <laughs> dark at night. Wow, dude, what was Supre- I gonna do? Shine Sup- a bunch of again, lights. Again, supreme excellence consists of breaking the enemy's resistance without fighting. In the midst of chaos, no there is always shit. opportunity. <laughs> the greatest victory is that which requires no battle. This man seems like a very... He seems like he's saying the same. No, wait, what, what the fuck? Who is this useful for? Oh, who, I know. Stupid pseudo-intellectual businessmen who think they're the smartest fucking people alive oh, yeah. and who think that they're warriors he quotes because Mul- they read some dumbass book. He quotes Mulan in it, though. That's pretty good. Move swift as the wind and closely formed as the wood. Attack the fire and be still as the mountain. It changed the force of a changing river. It's the be same thing. It's a quick quote of Mulan. Is that Disney better be getting money from that man? Jeez, Louise. I, Jesus. I, the only okay. The only reason why I brought it up is totally irrelevant now, and I've forgotten it. So you can just uh, keep but going. But who wishes to fight must first count the cost. All right, all right, all right. So the next thing that the next thing that made me fucking laugh was when they do the summoning ritual. Now there is an intended joke here. Which is that they're like, oh, we need a hero. I guess we should just do the hero summoning thing. Yep. And someone was like, uh-oh, not again. Ooh, they like pull on their collar. Oh, no, the summoning ritual. I hope <laughs> it works. The first time we got a rhinoceros. Oh, <laughs> no. But that, that shit's not funny. That's dumb as shit. But they pan out to show that the entire town is a summoning circle, like from fucking Full yeah. Metal Alchemist. Yeah, I was, and the second the I fuck? saw that, the first thing I thought was, oh, they're making a homunculus. Because <laughs> 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 that was the fucking plot of the end of Full Metal Alchemist, yep. is that the main bad guy turned an entire city yep. into an alchemy circle <laughs> yeah, so he could make a new life. And I'm like, well, damn, it's just the same thing. Yep. How did I know that when he was done, when, when Father was done his ultimate... His ultimate summoning circle alchemy, he was just going to get some schlub from another <laughs> time and place who knew economics who's, 101 and thought he was the smartest guy in the room. Whose only magical power is to be able to read from afar <laughs> and be able to write multiple times and multiple things. Yeah, that, that would have been <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I, what do you I mean s- that's all you can do? I summoned you to defeat these people. Well, I'm going to have to take a look at your taxes first. Well, they clearly Bobby's don't. Just sitting there like, oh, no. It, it's the clearly not. stone was a lie. They don't plan that shit. It, it's totally unplanned. They were like, some, like, the one priest is like, holy shit, it actually worked. Like, what the fuck? And you're like, not a lot of faith in having this entire grid system of your city based around this, do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I thought was funny. So the guy gets summoned. They uh-huh. do a bunch of jokes about, how, oh, that's not a normal hero. 
He gets summoned to the king's chamber, and the first thing that you see is the king talking to his like prime minister. Yeah, Marx. Some, some his name's Marx. Marx. Yeah, yeah Marx. Karl Marx. Yeah, Karl Marx. Yeah, I think Karl his name Marx was Karl. Yeah. He's doing the most uncomfortable <laughs> thing with his hands. He is continually lacing and unlacing his fingers, and I swear to God, I couldn't look at anything else. And I, all I can imagine is being the poor fucking schlub at this animation studio who's got to spend. Hours, days, animating this man, lacing and unlacing his fingers as fast as he can in the frame of the shot every time he's talking. Why is that there? Yeah, Who is that for? There's a lot of big money shots in this anime and that are traditionally animated. And you're like, why was this the one that you needed to do that for? It's fucking disturbing. I was so uncomfortable. I need to go back and watch this. I was not nearly as uncomfortable about this as you. I need to. Uh, the need the to next know. great one is that in the middle of this conversation between the king and we'll just call him his grand socialist vizier, <laughs> he he will occasionally and for again absolutely no reason just turn, stop in the middle of his sentence and just look at his wife, and the camera will pan over to his wife. And then it'll pan back. She won't say a fucking word. He'll go back in the middle of the sentence. Well, he's checking like, to make sure like, he hasn't yeah, said anything like, dumb. What, yeah, is he, she going he's somewhere? What are you, why are you checking? Well, she might run off. I mean, you know, she's not chained there. What, so. what are we going to do? I don't know. You better look. <laughs> why did you just look at your wife? What, what were you thinking of doing? <laughs> what are you thinking over there? <laughs> it's so fucking strange. I don't understand. And and the, the funny thing is, is that you know this is all anime shit, too. Because there's no way that shit's written in the light novel this no. is inevitably coming from. It, oh, my God. What the fuck is happening? They, they just had so much budget. And they're like, we got 60 bucks left over for this scene. What do you do? I don't know. Pan over the wife. Okay. <laughs> all right. Pay it back. 60 bucks well spent. Get out, get out of my fucking room. Wait, hold uh, on. I think well, I, I just found like the second where he does it, where he just like pans over, and it, it, it happens a lot. <laughs> it You're right. Happens. Like I kind of forgot. It happens, and they just ignore it. It's so strange. Oh my god. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, what was the next thing I think I laughed at? I think I genuinely laughed at only one of their jokes, and that was when. Um, I, you know what? Actually, no, that that one wasn't. Never mind. All I right, yeah, no, 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 jokes. no. Wait, well, now you gotta <laughs> tell us what think, it was. I did think it was relatively amusing that um, they they basically talked about the the demon lord having an army for like fifteen seconds and then just dropped it because that's exactly how important that entire thing is to the story. Correct. It's it's completely unimportant. Yeah, I mean, it, the, it fundament, the only thing that it serves for is to say that there is a existential threat that causes this, which is, like, hilarious because, like, states don't need an excuse to want to grow. That's what states right. do. Like, you don't right. need to yeah, have they, that. Especially when they're, oh, I don't know, bordered on all sides by other countries. Yeah. I also appreciate the fact that, like, they, they introduce this idea and then it, it doesn't matter. And, again, it's somewhat amusing that, like, one of the jokes of the show is that the kingdom that he's in charge in is so far away that they're basically doing the thing that all of the factions, like all the, the scumbag factions in like Lord of the Rings pull where they're like, Oh, you know, they're not going to reach me anytime soon. You guys handle it. Yep. Like, no, no, no. We need everyone to contribute so that it doesn't get anywhere. 
Yeah, but eh, that's not here know. yet. Like those guys are, those guys are always the fucking scumbags in the movie and in the TV show normally. And now he's the head of that country, and yes. he's doing fuck all. Well, yeah, you can't find he the money. He's not contributing to the war effort against Sauron. He's sitting in his fucking backwater lot making money, and I don't know, giving him fifty bucks every now and then. I mean, I still can't get over the fact that the, in the contract, for some reason, they were like, you can either pay us money, which will genuinely help the war effort, or you can just summon a fucking hero. And you're like, I can do a what? Yeah. And then the, you the, find the, out that the they haven't done it in 500 hero, well, years. It, it uses the whole town as the summoning circle. You don't know what happened to that population. That <laughs> you know, that's true. They could have just like <laughs> For all you know, he is actually a homunculus made up of the, the blood, bones, and organs of every single person in that city. That's not even where he is when he gets summoned. Like that's a, that, that was 10 million people just died right there. <laughs> that's a very good point. Yeah, I mean, hey, equivalent exchange somehow. You got to pay for that right. big drop out of the sky. Rather than talk about the plot, I think now is the time that we we just go off on our on our fucking Nazi propaganda speech. Yeah, so I mean, we, finally, this has to happen at some I've point. Been like waiting. we're waiting. Yeah, So it's Nazi time. Yeah, uh, unlike so I don't want to say unlike. There's a lot of fucking fascist propaganda in uh, subtle fascist propaganda in anime. It's not necessarily like, oh, I want to make people a Nazi. It's more along the lines of when you put people in this extremely simplistic headspace, you end up making a lot of weird, uncomfortable assumptions about the world that you create that pretty much lead to one of two things. Either a really skewed version of great man theory where only very important people do everything and everyone else is just a worthless piece of shit and can die and no one will care. Or one in which a, a person is objectively right on a moral, philosophical, and ethical basis, and everyone else around them is wrong, and that just justifies shit like genocide, like mass murder, all that kind of stuff. So, like, whatever. I, I get it. It's all stupid, fun Chinese cartoons. But this one takes all that shit a step further because the entire premise of this show is that a modern man gets brought into a medieval society to fix it. And the first bit of absolute fucking nonsense is that it, it's it's the society is like fucking idiocracy. Yes, it in, is. In the way I that immediately thought of that too. They're like so yeah. surprised by everything. It, this watching this show is like watching idiocracy, only President Camacho is the one writing the story. So like in his version of the story, he just isn't smart enough, but he didn't do anything wrong. And then when Not Sure showed up, he abdicated control to Not Sure, and that fixed everything. But like for the regular human being watching Idiocracy, President Camacho is a fucking moron. The people who live in his society are even dumber, and Not Sure is just a normal fucking guy who would make normal fucking assumptions and decisions in any other society. And that's exactly what this show is. You, he, the, the, the main protagonist gets summoned here. He's just a normal fucking guy who occasionally reads the prince, despite the fact that it's not even about economics in any capacity. And then he, he asks the king of what's wrong with his country. And the king's like, mass famines, plague, 
<laughs> I mean, it's economic not, decline. Yeah, I mean, the economic decline. Uh, lack for of sure. I mean, you, you we can't contribute it, to the war effort. You, you name it, so- we're wrong with it. Society <laughs> is crumbling. Cats and dogs are living together. Absolute madness. Did you did you tell him about the Twinkie? Did you, yeah, yeah, all that shit. And then the guy goes, "Oh man, I bet I could fix this with some policy changes." You know what I'm saying? The guy goes, oh, my God, you're so, so smart, modern man of normal intelligence. I, I, shall, I shall give you the keys to the whole kingdom because I'm not fucking smart enough to, I don't know, grow food. And it, it, he literally becomes President Camacho where the, they're looking at their crops and they're all dying. And it's like, hey, man, I, I don't know a lot, but where I'm from, we put water on the crops to make them grow. And he's like, water? Like out of the toilet? <laughs> this king's like, oh man, we're, we got massive food shortages. What do you want to do about it? No idea. Can't figure it out. It's impossible. And the guy goes, well, have you considered growing more food? Oh my God, he's a fucking genius. How, how did I never think of that? How did I never think of that? Grow more food. What a fucking genius. So the entire show, there will be a problem, like the food shortages. And the main character will sit there and in the most long-windedly self-absorbed fucking back-padding, I think I'm the smartest person in the fucking world way, he explains this basic fucking concept of society that, like, you you couldn't have a society without it. I mean, one of the most egregious ones, he meets someone from a culture that lives in the forest. They they just, they're the only ones in there. And they're, like, a warrior-type people, so, like, presumably... They are the actual only people in that forest. Cool. Good. She's like, the trees are dying, and all the trees that are still alive are very thin and, like, willing to, like, they'll just, like, fall over and die anyway. And he's like, oh, well, I've never seen this problem in my entire life, but if I had to take a guess with literally no other input other than that, I would say you need to do tree thinning. And she's like, what? What is tree thinning? And he's like, well, you have to be able to, like, you know cull some of the trees or else like you know the forest itself won't be healthy these are things that like are actually real but it's insane to me that a culture that lives in the forest and has presumably for how long defined defined by the god forest they live in yeah i forgot about that has no idea how to take care of it at all just not, the in, basic life cycle like of just, a fucking tree liter- is yeah, not liter- known. Literally, like, just could not go, these trees were here when we were born, and they'll be here after we die, and we don't do anything with them, right? What? What do you mean? It's, what? It's absolutely <laughs> fucking fantastic. It, it says so much about how colossally fucking stupid this writer is, that in order to make themselves and their main characters seem smart, they have to... They have to talk, like, they have to make everyone in this world just the fucking dumbest. Idiocracy level stupid. Yep. It is amazing. Oh, it- uh, my, my, my favorite one, and we kind of referenced it earlier, like, they're having problems with the food shortages. They, they go out to a field, <laughs> and he sees them growing, like, fucking cotton or some shit. Yep. Like, no, yeah, like, no, uh, it's cotton. And it's, like, it's literally, like, every field you can, as far as the eye can see, is a cotton field. Yeah, and he's like, "What? What's up with this? What's with all the cotton?" And she's like, "Oh, it's our it's our most profitable crop. Yeah, it's a cash crop. Yeah, and it's it's our cash crop." And he's like, well, "How's it selling? Oh, really bad." <laughs> but then, but then what? he starts to break down it for her. He's like, "Well, this is exactly what happened, right? You uh, 
there were cotton problems in the north where all their cotton fields burned. Yeah, that's right. That happened. Okay, and then mm-hmm. I'm guessing you planted a lot to make the most money. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's what we did. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and you forgot to plant any sustenance whatsoever. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Because uh-huh. you uh-huh. thought maybe you could buy some from neighboring nations? Yep. Yeah, yeah that sounds yeah. great. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. That. Yeah, 100%. Okay, but now cotton is not in demand anymore, and this is all you have left. God, by golly, you're a genius. Uh, yeah. I, what I do don't we know do? what to do. Doc, yeah, help. Plant some food? I, I got a fucking crazy idea here, buddy. <laughs> Doc Brown is low on food. So much of, and solved world <laughs> hunger, baby. So much of this, Grow I think, just comes food, down to... Dipshit. <laughs> it's just because, like, I think people nowadays literally assume people before were just Like, out of the stupid, toilet? Actually <laughs> stupid. And this well, how is, do we... Well, how do we do that when the cotton plants are here? Well, you remember how, like, you got rid of the other ones to put in cotton fields? <laughs> yeah, yeah? You just, like, do it in reverse. Yeah, but the cotton's oh still God. here. You how do you get rid of it? Damn year. <laughs> I like oh how, God. too, she even is like, oh, my God, like, we have to get rid of the cotton then. He's like, uh, well, you can't get rid of the cotton right now, stupid. Yeah, you have to the, sell the it for what it's worth. Funnier, the only thing funnier than how fucking easy this solution was was how quickly everyone's just like oh my god you're so right you're so there's right. not even there's not even a brondo level resistance <laughs> like in idiocracy there were consequences to switching to wander the water the brondo corporation went under there are zero fucking consequences to this like what what the absolute hell <laughs> He's oh. just like, oh yeah, we never thought of it. There's zero repercussions. It's objectively we, we the right understand. thing to do. We, we have, literally just never we thought of it. We have cotton, and but our people are starving. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. You know why it. this happens? You know why it is? <laughs> it's because they rotate heroes. One hero uh, comes in, they live for 500 years, they run the entire thing on their they own. They rotate heroes, but they don't know how to rotate fucking crops. <laughs> <laughs> Guy, oh, Jesus Christ, man. Like, even the basics. The funniest thing. And they're like, we can only have one crop at a time, right? Like all year round. <laughs> you ever hear this thing called crop rotation? Oh, no, my God. The, the, so then we get to our next pseudo problem, which is solving the, the country's money problems, right? Mm-hmm. So he basically goes in. He's talking to the king. They're in a castle. And the, and the king is kind of telling, oh, man, the people are starving. At no point does anyone ask how the people feel about this. <laughs> no, no. No one has ever shown to be hungry in any capacity. This food shortage is just kind of existing. No, you're, they you're, just talk about it. You're just told that, that the people are behind <laughs> the king until they're not behind the king. But right. we're going to keep them behind the king, and then we don't show the people. Nobody, nobody in this society seems to have a problem with starving to death. They're all just like, no, it's all fucking hunky-dory. They love their society, despite the fact that they're supposedly having food shortages for a long time. Little Timmy can't eat more than one helping at dinner, but, you know, the king's doing a good job. Yep. So he, he decides he wants to solve the, the king's money problems, by selling off some of the treasure they have. The treasure. Yeah, yeah. What? Now, we we, we have <laughs> zero food. Okay, well let's go in let's go in these granaries and it looks in and it's just full of money. Just full of, like uh, this didn't happen, they but I just imagine I just imagine they have a vault. Just full we we can't eat this stuff. What do we do with it? I don't know. What is it good <laughs> The best for? part is is that the solution is to sell things for money. <laughs> Which is what they were trying to do with the fucking cash crop. 
Yes, but see, the you cash crop doesn't cash have value anymore. You in your goddamn vault, right, dipshit. Right, right, but here's the thing. Your, is that, is they your made... vault was stuffed with crown jewels, <laughs> and there was a demand for it, and they were worth a lot of money, and you never thought to sell them? Ever? <laughs> they were like, we just, have, even once? we just have all these super expensive gifts and, and jewels. And but what do you do? You can't eat that. I can't feed my I people trying gold. To eat my necklace. <laughs> have you ever Help. tried to eat an amethyst? It just doesn't work out. I mean, well, I just, it looks so crunchy and good. They walk by the Starbucks. It's like, oh, man, we don't have time for a freaking hand job. Come on, let's go. <laughs> he, like, walks by the vault. It's like, what is this? What's all this money? Like, Shut up, man. We don't have time. We gotta go save. We gotta go. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go. The country. We gotta go find money we're, somewhere. We gotta we don't solve have time our for fucking this. money problems, idiot. Get away from the vault full of money. <laughs> Jeez, I just—it's so—it's inc—it's incredible. <laughs> we have—we have this massive debt, and our people are starving, and all we have is cotton and a ton of money, and I don't and a know. Ton of money. I, <laughs> Know how to solve these problems? Oh. I'm just a guy. If this were a time of peace, boy, Audi, would I be a good? If this were the time of peace, you wouldn't have a problem. You could eat the necklaces or the cotton, one or the other. But right now we're at war. Well, we're not at war. Other people are at war, right. and we have to pay for it. But we can't feed ourselves. So really, in a time of peace, we'd be just as fucked, apparently, because we haven't even started paying for that war, let alone send people to it. Well, oh, they did send God. people at one point, but they were all annihilated. Well, yeah, yeah, we we learned against it. No more foreign wars. Which, Other for the record, it's like that's wars. the real Machiavellian So, so that's how you solve so the, the, food the king. Rem, the king reminds me of Homer Simpson in the one bit where Homer Simpson looks under the couch and he's and he's like, ah, oh, it's twenty bucks. I wanted a peanut, and then his brain goes, wait a minute, you can you can get more peanuts with that money. He goes, explain. <laughs> And his brain goes, you can, you can trade money for goods and services. And Homer goes, woohoo! <laughs> 20 bucks. <laughs> he found a treasure <laughs> vault under his castle. And he's like, this isn't food. This is worthless. And he just <laughs> walking away. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hang on. You can exchange treasure for money to buy food. <laughs> woohoo! <laughs> the kingdom is saved by the realist hero. Oh my god, that's exactly what it is. It's this <laughs> king is a moron. <laughs> <laughs> the I mean they all are. Morons. Yeah, all of them are morons. <laughs> Every cuz not nobody who lived in, nobody who lived in the country thought that maybe oh I don't know, they could leave. <laughs> And go to a different country where they aren't starving. No, because they... And then they, the king they, explains they, that the reason they have money problems is that they took in refugees. Yeah, they back the king, but only for a certain amount of turns. You know, it's like uh, you're playing Total War, <laughs> and you have like 35 turns to a revolt. But until that revolt happens, they still back you all the way, buddy. <laughs> you, can have it, you can have it at negative 99 love, but as long as it doesn't hit negative 100, no revolt and the people love you. <laughs> I can't believe how quickly you found the gif of that exact yeah, the producer found the uh, literally the Homer Simpson. That is the same. Jesus, that was fast. <laughs> he's good. The turn on he's, that was incredible. He's real good. Tony oh, can buy many peanuts. <laughs> Explain, Explain money how. can be exchanged for good services. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, so now we get the the next funniest fucking bit. Which is, so he, he decides to do all these things, right? But right now, they're only laws written. He goes into the vault to sell stuff. He keeps cultural artifacts that wouldn't necessarily be yeah. worth a lot of money anyway and only have like value statues. to the culture. And 
all of the magic artifacts that can do basically anything. Yeah, he was like, like yeah, these are weapons. Got, the R&D department was closed off. Nobody knows what to do with it. <laughs> Certainly nothing down here could have solved our problem. Did you us. see the book that was like literally for Beelzebub? Like, you yeah. could just make a pack with the devil. That'd be cool. That, that thing that probably made the Demon Lord in the first place probably. that he could use to end the and, war. Like, it's the, the one the, ring down the, there in the The basement. only reason he's angry is because he misplaced his book and he can't find it, so he's trying no, to find no, it. They would just give him back great. the book. No, the, it's like the one ring. Like, the book is what summoned him and it tethers him to this realm, and it's just sitting in their vault basement. Nobody knows it's there. He could solve everything by destroying it, but he's going he's gonna to switch them over to corn rather than fucking cotton well i mean the real jackass. solution to this is market-based approaches we should sell that book <laughs> and i'm sure that the market will sort it out yeah. whoever gets I, it i'm sure the market-based approach to the demon lord invading the earth realm will really work out in the long run i mean it Thanks, looks that's, that's literally literally what this show is about jw so like i think it's, it will it's fucking great <laughs> by the Anyways, end of this the, there will be some the next funniest thing is that he's got to announce it to the people that there's a new sheriff town so he uses one of the magical artifacts in the basement to broadcast a holographic message to every single person in the entire kingdom yep that tells them i know the food is short but i'm gonna fix it by selling listen, a bunch of shit I'm for not, money i'm not bashing this king because he sucked but i'm definitely better than he was i promise you that <laughs> And he gives a full-on oh fucking Nazi speech. No, see, this is the thing. He, the I will fight you. The was, was weak. I am strong. Yeah, like I will survivor. protect your family and I, property from the invaders. This with, is that with speech. Good reforms, economic reforms. That speech could have been given by any authoritarian right-wing person. It does not have to be specifically yeah, about fascism. You're right, but like, put it in German, and everyone's gonna know who it was. <laughs> yeah, agree there. Totally agree. Like, that's the thing. This is a square rectangle problem. Yes, Hitler yeah. would say something like that, but also like he's not the, the only one. Yeah, no, not at all. Like any of the emperors from like Byzantium would have said the exact same oh, things. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, like it's it's just it, anyone. It, it was very much about we are united as a people exactly. in opposition of the others invaders. Correct. With your support, buy war bonds today, and we can sell the crown jewels for fifty bucks. Yay. Maybe you'll get some food out of it. I don't know. Plant some fucking food, idiots. No, we're gonna oh, no, they, they, we're gonna plant the gems. That, right, the thing where the war gardens. Plant a war garden. Yeah, true. Yep. Mm -hmm. Plant more food, idiot. Yeah. We only yeah, have I, rations God. because you guys haven't planted enough, you morons. Now plant, <laughs> plant, plant, plant. The food shortage plant. is your fault, assholes. <laughs> you see, that's the thing. That's the reason why I'm saying this is like actually just secretly uh, extremely funny. liberal. It's funny. Because like oh, everything, he just pushes it off as if like they, the like, either he, the great leader, can solve it, and if he can't. He will solve it by picking the best people within the country in a meritocratic style and being like, yeah. now together, well, we can like do the, it on I our like own. Have we haven't go gotten to that bit the, yet. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, half of his message, where, where one half was telling the peasants that they were starving, you know, yes. just in case they forgot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in case your stomach felt full today, it's not. Yeah, you're an it's idiot if that's the case. Fucking idiot. In case you went into that cafe and grabbed the ketchup and hot water and made tomato soup, you're wrong, you depression fool. <laughs> you're you're still hungry. In case you're you hungry. were thinking of planting more food, I'm here to tell you that, yes, that is a good idea. You should do that. <laughs> Please do it. In case you were thinking of storming the castle, uh, stealing all the crown jewels and selling them for money to pay for we're food. We're going to do it yes, for you. Yes, that was a good I'm, idea. I'm here to However, save you. However, you do don't get you. any of the money. Right. We do. Right. You don't get so 
some no, of the food. But it, but it's all. I promise. It's all to help you. Don't worry about. Well, that's it. Like, he literally says this. He's like she. The uh, the princess is like, what do you mean you're selling off the crown jewels or whatever? Like that belongs to the crown. He's yeah, like, well, you they said belong no, 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 to the no, people. No, no. Yeah, she said. Exactly. Why are they locked treasures. up in your vault? That belong to people. He's like, well, then I think it's fair enough that we sell the jewels for people. And she's like, but. Okay, and well, like, it's not fair to use my words and, against and, me, but I and guess. again, no resistance to the nope. idea. There's like, None. oh, well, I guess I never thought of it. Oh, like the, that. because because he quickly calms the matter when he shows her how he divided them. These ones are national historical landmarks. These are like <laughs> thousands of millions of dollars worth of things we can sell, and these are weapons of mass destruction. So you see how <laughs> like, I labeled them are, all. This is the R and D nuke department. <laughs> but like, that's the thing. What when what? when he proposes selling them off for the people. The people don't get squat out of that scenario. The yeah, state well, that's, gets that's it, the and then maybe part. they'll he get the, like exactly. He sells yeah. them to pay the war fund yes. that they were obligated to send yeah. instead of men. It, it, yes. No, no, instead of instead of him, instead of he well, was going to be the prize. But, but presumably there was one before that where they should have just sent men to the war. Yeah. Well, they did. Instead at one of point. sending soldiers, they were going to send money, and instead of sending money, they, they were, were going to send, send one guy <laughs> they summoned through a summoning circle. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Uh, so anyway, halfway through telling the peasants that they're hungry and reminding them of such a fact, <laughs> he informs them that he has an open invitation to his merit meritocratic society, that anyone who has a skill that they think they're the best at can come by, and as long as they have big tits and look cute, he will totally put them in the new government. Yep. And gee fucking willikers, Batman, does, uh, does the cabinet get full of his sex toys? Oh, my God. <laughs> He they he sure really do. knows uh, how to knows how to fill cabinet positions with some seriously well, qualified people. At the people. very least, Double he's not D nepotistic. You know, he's not. He doesn't exude yeah. nepotism. At least he's not fucking his own family. Yeah, he's pulling a real Bill Clinton here. Quicker than so much oh, F's his youngest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trump fucks his youngest. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, he, he pulls uh, in all these people, and the whole time oh, I'm sitting so, there. But here's how and he gets them, the though. Is, is he, is how he, do we get another wolf well, how, That's literally what I, I don't said know, man. during this. But how he gets it, though, is that he broadcasts the word. and goes, listen, if you think you're the best, if you think they're the best at anything, you swear to me you're the best, get up here. Someone can nominate you. You can nominate yourself. I don't care. Now, however, I don't want to deal with that many of you people because that would be crazy. So y'all are going to have, like, American Idol pageants for whatever yep. your challenge is. Yep. And then, so, like, you know, the one fat guy, Poncho, I guess he was in a Nathan's hot dog eating contest with other guys, and he just out ate them. And then one of the girls sang, literally in an American Idol contest, uh, and then a couple, one, the one guy was nominated, and the wolf lolly, I don't know how she got there. She just needs to be there, I guess. Yeah, well, they don't. They can't talk about her greatest skill out loud. God, no, don't the even the other half it. of her greatest skill. There's two halves to it. Oh, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Well, that, that's why there's, she's wearing those knees high socks. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. hate and that's every. She needs a little extra padding on the knees. That's why she's. I think she's voiced by the same girl in voiced index. I'm pretty sure. I don't. Know. I I have the tightest throat in all the kingdom. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I don't. I don't understand. Jesus I don't understand how that's relevant. Christ. I'm gonna. Kid, but uh, you're in. I'm gonna come Jeez. down there. What did that's you say? That's pretty fucking dark, dark even for us. I'm gonna there. come on downtown. <laughs> what? What? Whoa. I mean, Wolf Lolly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Did you, well, Flolly, don't repeat any of what I any of what just happened to anyone else. If you're make the fun of if me. you're the wolfest lolly or the lolliest wolf, ooh, you know what? That's a question. Bo both of you come on down, <laughs> and it turns out it was the same person it's both just, times. Yeah. 
<laughs> she, she's, a, she's a double champ. I like that everyone else was standing there and they seemed like quasi-normal. And then you see the wolf lolly, like clearly like the only... Or they talk about refugees a lot. And she's like the only glimpse of refugee that we get in the entire yeah. anime. They talk about refugees as if they're pouring in from everywhere. But the only <laughs> one in tattered clothes and that is a refugee from Wolf Lolly Land is her. That's it. Yeah, great. <laughs> and what is she the best at? I don't know, being poor, sucking Ta dick? Talking one or to, the other. She can talk to animals, but also she can talk to demons. I mean, this, yeah, the, but this stuff is the best at it. Yeah, this well, is the reason the why I... One, so it doesn't matter. Uh, this is the reason why I keep pushing back that this is like is, a liberal mindset. She is mindset. Schrodinger's wolf lolly. She is both the best and worst at doing her job. <laughs> <laughs> Should have kicked her out for that. Uh, sounds like you're the worst at talking to demons. Uh, what? Uh, uh, get out. Get out. There's no place you for you here. You had one chance. And that's it. You have oh one chance god. in front of no, your sorry, god king. Skill? So just, skill? just to break hey, down. Come back. Come right the... back. Get it back in here. Get back in. How tight's that throw? Get, oh no. God. Walk it back. No. So just, walk it back. <laughs> just, just, to, just to quick go over How what their... How soft are your hands? To go over what their talents Get out. are. Um, the first lady uh, is uh, a dark elf, uh, and she's the one that asked about being able the to forest. thin a forest. And once yeah. he goes, well, thin it, she goes, I pledge my life to you. You could literally have sex with me on the floor right now, and I wouldn't say no. Yeah, at first, it's like very, it's not normal, <laughs> but like I could understand where her head was at. Like, I will pledge my life to you. I will die for you if need be. She's from a warrior culture. Fine. Like, I'm. that's okay. Yeah, right. It's weird, but it's okay. She never figured out how to cut down a fucking tree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but then she leads the next one with, I'll be your concubine. And you told me what a saw. Like, yeah, I'll be your concubine. You can have sex with me right know, here. Right, I will take off all of my clothes right now. And you're like, and I hey, don't what? By comparison to other anime, this anime is significantly less rapey. So, like, hey, kudos there, I guess. Right. Yeah. And uh, the second butter. lady. Except is, it rapes is, economics. Is, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is the, the hardest raping of economics I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. The second lady is a songstress. Uh, and she comes from uh, basically what are the this world's version of sirens. Uh, that's what her family yeah, is. Yeah, definitely. Uh, then you have this dude who they eventually call the um, the uh, prime minister in black. He becomes the new prime minister. Uh, he just he likes to read books. He wants to unpin the hegemony. That's what he wants to do. No, underpin. 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 I'm sorry. Underpin. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, I don't know what words are anymore. I've gotten this wrong underpin so many times. Underpin the hegemony. I've never. He literally I've, just walks up to him and says, "I want." Everyone in my country to be unified. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, they're like, "All right, we'll you mean talk they about aren't it already? Later. Yeah. Well, like, I want to underpin it because they kind of already are. Well, yeah. No, he literally says, "I want to underpin your hegemony." That's what he. That's what he says. Yeah. They clearly uh, don't know yeah. what that means. Uh, and then the wolf lolly comes in, and so those are their four. Ta oh, and then I'm sorry, the fat guy. There were five of them. The fat guy, Poncho. His talent is he just eats the most, and he's eaten everything from everywhere. He's basically Anthony Bourdain, but fat. It's just he's he's gone yep. all over to these strange places and eaten everything, and that's his talent. Uh, but he makes it, uh, and he becomes the guy that's going to help solve the food crisis somehow. Um, and so, yeah, that is was that, was that episode three? That was episode three. Then we then we get to jump to twelve, which unfortunately was not in. Uh, Frick was not in English, which made me very sad. Yeah, that um, made me sad too. That was, was the, a big what was, what was the best parts? Of, oh, so what you learn about in twelve is that now he's moved on. Somehow he's acquired a complete another kingdom, and you learn about this because the old girl, like the redhead girl that was in the market in the first couple episodes, it's her kingdom. It's I forget what it's called, uh, Equilibrium or whatever. 
Uh, and now he's fixing that. So he's just moved on. Now he's fixing every kingdom for a price, I guess. I thought it was great. He's just moving from kingdom to kingdom, solving everybody's problems. Uh, while, while adding to his harem at every step. Um, anything else you guys had to add about any other funny bits? Anything else? Because oh. gosh dang, this, this I, is hard. Oh god, that uh, the last <laughs> episode was extremely stupid. Yeah, well, yeah, last episode. Thing, I watched four and five on purpose, and let me tell you, it was more like one, two, and three than twelve. So, I think I'm actually gonna I'm gonna wait for this to get completely dubbed, and then I'll just finish it since I have like five episodes oh, to go. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing I want to talk about. the The dub in this is not the usual suspects of Funimation voice actors. Except there for were some. There, the wolf, there were a couple. There the were a couple lolly. for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that one, you, you knew what you were getting. Well, but, this is the one that had the fucking uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! reference. There were a bunch of them it. that had actually really distinct voices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the and main it, was, it was actually really weird. Alejandro Saab. Then you have uh, Neris Quinones. The main... Emily Fayardo. Yeah, these are people you don't... They don't even have their own Wikipedia pages, so... Yeah, they, that was some... That, I don't know if it's just a, a new injection of talent, but they were actually pretty good, too. No, I, I think they were English voice actors. That there, was, there was ranges. They weren't just playing some fucking meme. They, um, they had delivery that had, like, nuance to it. Um, the women weren't just fucking ear-raping, high-pitched bimbos. It was actually really nice. Did you... <clears> um... The one girl, uh, the, the one he's got proposed to, the one who wears her Nazi outfit in the open... Um, she she had like a pretty unique voice. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so I watched and this I, with and Mike. I was like and struck by that the second she talked. Like, oh wow, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. feel like I've heard this person girl, before. Uh, That's uh, very unusual in an English dub. Aneris Aneris Quinones. So it's ruined too. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no, it's like I'm, ruined I'm in episode down twelve. Voice too. actors in this one. I legitimately was. I agree, wholeheartedly. Because like episode twelve, they like they. The female voice actor goes back to being Japanese, and she sounds just like yeah. any other female voice actor in Japanese. And I was yeah. like, "Oh, this is like a big bummer." Like, I I like the other one. Like, yeah, I think good. that was part of what made the last episode so painful too. Is yeah. that you? you yeah, had to like switch I'm, back a, to I'm Japanese, gonna, I'm, and it was so boring. I'm gonna. Fin- oh, she played. Uh, she played Kaname Sudo in Darwin's game. So it is just the same old lady. I don't remember who that is, but. The Japanese, yeah, the uh, Japanese one. Yeah, I'm just yeah, reading yeah. what she did. Uh, she, she just played a probably bunch of people. a whole yeah. lot, probably yeah. a whole lot. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna finish it once it comes all out and dub, just to make fun of it, just because I actually enjoy yeah. myself. I thoroughly, and I, I'll watch it with you guys once it all comes out. It, we'll just finish it, it. If you watch it as idiocracy from the perspective yes. of of President Camacho, it it is vastly more entertaining than it has any right to be. Mm-hmm. No, I agree wholesale. There's nothing about that that I disagree about. So, oh, God. I'm on the Wikipedia for it, and um, Marx, you know, like the minister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what his eventual role is? Well, he's uh, the. Uh, oh no, I do because I, I listened to it. He's uh, he. Uh, what did he say? He wants him to be a. Oh, frick. He doesn't give him, like, an official, official title. But basically, the king, Soma's like, hey, I don't know how the court system and everything works. Can you be, like, my advisor? or Not advisor, but um, what's that word? Like a you, grand judge? No, 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 something? no. What's that, what's that word you use when someone comes in and, like, tells you, like, how consultant. things are being... Frick, I can't think of consultant. a word. Consultant. Gonna... Consultant. Consultant. Okay. Yeah, he's right. just basically... Which is already so, what his job was. No, so he was the prime minister. There's a, there's a difference. There's a different role right. that I'm talking well, about. Well, there's not. What are you talking it's about? just that... So eventually, his main concern that he... Everything else doesn't matter. His main concern 
is seeing the royal family continue. How are they doing oh, this God. to the good name of Marx? Like, they had to have done this shit on purpose, that they made, like, no. him the most, I mean, like, nobody that's... who makes anime knows who Karl Marx is. Yeah, but it's yeah. way too convenient that They're he's, like... They're reading fucking Machiavelli, and, or, and they don't even read it. They just quote his name. Yeah. They didn't even read Machiavelli. They sure as fuck didn't read Marx. That's fair. I hope you're right. But, you know, they're just doing I, my, doing my he boy doesn't, Marx He doesn't like even this. act like a parody of Marx. No, he just I agree. Acts with like that. a fucking bumbo. They probably just looked up a bunch of common German names and eventually landed on it. Yeah, that could be it. Because there's a lot of that. Like, it, I guess anytime you make a fucking anime and there's some kind of imperial military society, they all got to wear their fucking World War II Nazi uniforms in a slightly different color. Hey, and they all got to have style. German names. They had good style. You leave the Nazis out of the I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend that the Nazis didn't have style. Of that, they are, they are guilty. And Both many of their other crimes things. and of their style. Yeah. They have the drip. But let, let's not get it twisted. You, you got to be careful when you're trying to copy that drip. You, you got you to gotta rep, and you got to be careful who you rep. Because if you rep too hard, people are going to notice. People are going to think it's cool. start walking around with iron crosses on your fucking chest, only they're blue... I'm going to fucking notice. <laughs> no, no, you, you're just misunderstanding. The Iron Cross, totally from World War I, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Nothing <laughs> wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, no, no, no weirdness there. It's not like it's a pinnacle of, ev- even though it's an award, like it's a bravery award, it's every single time someone has a Nazi costume in a movie, the Iron Cross is always there. Yeah. Even hey, though you know, it, it would be like if, if you were watching a movie about World War II and everyone had a Medal of Honor on their neck. What, what the fuck is <laughs> happening? Why do they all have that? I mean, That's not what that is. But you know what? We don't even give a shit anymore. Well, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's just... Yeah, maybe, I think you're misinterpreting it. It's like the you know, Edelweiss. It's just a flower, buddy. It's mm. just white and happens yeah, to be in Germany. There's no like, and there's no other. I just wanted to put here. this Buddhist peace symbol on my on my car. Yeah, what, what's wrong with that? I don't really think this is a big deal. I think. You're oh, what? There's a bit of... of history with this. Oh, yeah, okay. good Buddhist history. Where's that? Oh, yeah, Buddhist history, baby. Where Where in the world is is Marx in the Wikipedia Wait, is it Buddhist? character section? Um, hold on, I got you. Um, He's been redistributed to a different place. <laughs> there you go. That's him. Um, wait, wait, I, I, the, the original swastika, that wasn't from Buddhist, was it? I thought it was Hindu. I think it was either that or one of the, um, the, the other Indian one, which I can't remember the name of. Jane? What? No, um, shit. Okay, hold on. I, I got wanna, it. I, I got it right here. I keep to say Tao, but that Taoist, but that's not correct. I, yeah, the producer didn't want to Google it because he's a wimp, so I Googled it. Um, All right. So it, I got from Wikipedia. It says the word swastika comes from Sanskrit. Uh, blah blah blah. It means Sanskrit. Yeah, like the you know the language Sanskrit. Like the I know the language Sanskrit. It's not from fucking India. Okay, well it says in Hinduism the right facing symbol oh. is called swastika. Oh. Um, symbolizing Surya, prosperity, good luck, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's why it was literally taken over by um, 
it used well, to... yeah, I know that. And for those of you who don't know and don't understand, one of the things you don't understand about uh, crackpot Nazi archaeology mm-hmm. is that the Aryan race that the uh, Nazis always talk about, uh, yeah, they thought they were Atlanteans. <laughs> yeah, that was at they least one of the They thought there was a theories. continent in the middle of the fucking Atlantic. Well, they pretended there was a continent yeah, in the middle course. of the Atlantic that all human life was descended from. And if you were a pure blood Aryan race, man, you had the physical characteristics of people that didn't fucking exist and were mermen. Yeah. And slash aliens. Yeah, no big deal. Uh, honest, honestly, the, the, the funniest thing about this, though, is that there's a letter from uh, one of the German generals. I forget. I don't know if it was Rommel or what. But one of them uh, was, like, really into this stuff, despite the fact that it was fake you're, and they made it Himmler. up. You, you're, I think a, you're looking for Himmler. It, was it Himmler? Okay. Th- there's a letter from, uh, from Hitler to Himmler saying... Would you please fucking stop it? Yeah, this, this is goddamn similar. bullshit archaeology. Yeah. You're just reminding everyone of the fact that Germany has no great ancestral history yes. to, to call upon. Yes. <laughs> we, we are descended from people who burned down Rome while living in mud huts. Yep. Can, do you fucking mind? Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Like, I mean, obviously, that like. shit is funny. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Nazi to Nazi, like, it's whatever, but it's fucking but, like, hilarious the, when the Hitler's like, shut the fuck up. From like... Hitler to another German Nazi general yes. who should know that it's fake, going in all this fucking effort and expense to prove that it isn't, and Hitler's like, hey, do you mind? We have real shit to be doing. Yeah, I mean, he, Himmler's, so, for the record, Autenshe Films does, like, like we, a we really good... We this up, you remember that, right? Yeah, and, and Autenshe <laughs> does, like, a really good, like, review on oh, this. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. But, um, basically, it comes down to Himmler was, like, super into it, made his own, like, society for archaeologists to, like, go out and prove <laughs> this shit. <laughs> he was super into it when he knew it was made up. I mean, I think he was a true believer, though. Like, He's a true believer of something he made up. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, that is, got, that some people sniff their own farts, what, you know? What is how, What has to be wrong with your brain for that shit to happen? I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, he was a fucking Nazi, so probably <laughs> guess, a lot. <laughs> but Jesus Christ, like, I can't imagine someone putting a tank together when they thought that they discovered the secret to history of tanks that they made up. That's a good like, point. Like, oh, we're, we'll just copy the ancient Atlantean tanks. See, I dug it up in my backyard. Uh, Himmler, I know you didn't fucking do that. We made up the Atlanteans. Can you fucking cool it? No, I think we're going to be able wa- to find I, more I about want it. A real, I want a real functioning tank, please. I, I don't <laughs> give a shit about this stupid grift anymore. It was it was for morons. We were tricking the morons into believing this. I, I don't know what to say to you when you keep telling me you believe in it. <laughs> How am I supposed to handle this? How can I how can I give you command of a division when you believe in something you made up? <laughs> what are you, you going to march in the right fucking direction? Can I count uh, on that? God damn. Oh, hey, he, man. He, Hitler, Hitler had it rough, man. He didn't have a lot of great shit to work <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. That's the <laughs> note we should have done. You know what he should have done? Hitler had it rough. There's no better note to end on. Hitler had it rough. Well, so we move right on from that. <laughs> <laughs> right on from that. He wasn't working with the best, but he was doing the best. You know what, what, you he, know what he should have done? He should have put out a, ma- a lot of meth. He should have put out a meritocratic call to, <laughs> to all yeah. of Germany. Uh, call of Duty propaganda was better, you know. Holy yeah, I mean, well, uh, it worked so goddamn well. It tricked the guy who wrote it. Oh shit, that's yeah. a great point. 
Uh, anyway, it, um, it, it was too good. Well, that's a great jumping off point to add, to go into the <laughs> segment here. Hitler had it rough, folks. Um, all right, so <laughs> real, like you, real, you realize at some point you people you are going to just think that we are. That they always make memes out of where he's like in the fucking he's in the room yeah. and he's just screaming at his generals. But yeah. but but you you replace it all with him yelling at Himmler about fucking archaeology. There's none. You green screen out the map he's pointing at to like the middle of the uh, Atlantic Ocean. Like, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. <laughs> oh he's my just... god! <laughs> so good. He's just screaming How about does mud it huts. Fucking makes sense that you're finding ancient Atlantean artifacts in the middle of fucking Scandinavia. You are a hack. I mean, and the you know the best part, the like crying secretaries right outside the door. <laughs> that would still work. They'd be like, oh my god, we came from mud huts. Well, I, but Goebbels always told me that we came from, a, a, you know, Atlanteans. Uh, Goebbels just made movies, man. Don't lump him in with this. <laughs> he put out the propaganda. Yeah, yeah there's uh, nothing yeah, on true. that level, he, he though, was, I don't think. He was in, he was in charge of the, of the press oh, release for, for Himmler's bullshit. Man, oh, my God. Fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, she's crying out in the hallway. Like, what? What does he mean, the Atlanteans? Oh, yeah, what do you mean, mud huts? I thought we always lived oh, in no. skyscrapers built of metal. <laughs> I'm not descended from an advanced race of super people who lived in the Atlantic Ocean. What I do thought you my mean? mother personally murdered everyone in the Bronze Age. I'm not descended from from fucking Aquaman. Oh no, <laughs> I don't understand. How is this oh possible? God, you know what? It finally makes sense why Aquaman is the only blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy in all of Atlantis. <laughs> Wait, maybe... Do you think maybe <laughs> this is the reason... Aryan source. Wasn't, wasn't there... Um, I swear to God, there was like a oh, Nazi plan God. to like um, to drain the Mediterranean so they could have more like arable land. I, am I making this up? I swear to God this was like a thing. Hold on. Well, I guess we can move on. I'll look this up. I'll keep <laughs> ruining my search history. Good. Good, ruin yours. Uh, yeah, so now we go on to the ending, uh, which is where we decide if any of these um, could have replaced any or all. It doesn't matter. I, we don't really have a, a way to do this. So, Well, I, the, I think the, the, the spirit of the Benchwarmer episode is, did we make a mistake in not putting the Benchwarmers into the lineup? And if we did, how far do we think they would have gotten? Okay. Okay, that's and fair. I... I I think the answer is that the defective and, um, oh God, the defective and uh, Nighthead would have been better than some of our bottom rug. Like any one of them was better than D side or or Say Ray or right, uh, Battle right. Game. Those yeah. were all pretty boring and not really worth talking about. Uh, but I do genuinely kind of think that Realist Hero could have had a shot at the victory. Ooh, over Scarlet Nexus, really? I think it would have been close. Okay, I, I don't I know think if it would have, have to off, watch though. all of uh, all of Realist Hero to know whether or not it keeps its bits going. But do you think because so? So Realist Hero, let's let's. So it has to fight Scarlet Nexus, which means it has to be. Uh, it can't be. Where are we at? Where are we? At? It can't well, be the other C4, the other problem is, and it can't yeah. fight Drugstore. Um, yeah, the problem the though is really that like the. Uh, uh, Realist Hero and Drugstore are like the same kind of thing. In, okay. in the sense that the, so, the, all the enjoyment comes out of the frame of mind. And I have a feeling that if we keep watching Realist Hero, it's just going to kind of run out of steam. Right. Gotcha. I don't think it's going to be able to keep up that pace. We, you still might get like a funny premise every once in a while, but 
it'll just turn into a regular harem anime, and then it won't have anything interesting. Right, to right, do. right, right, right. Um, I gotcha. And then it'll, it'll, it much like drugstore, the joke will run out and. It'll lose. Hey, w- once we're done on this like side tangent, I want to take the podcast back to Nazis, which is what this podcast is about. Because I have an oh, update. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Go ahead. Go you ahead. have an update. Okay, all right. Good, good. On Nazis? Yeah. Well, yeah, they're coming back, boys. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know what? Uh, yeah, it's season that's two. Not good. No, it's definitely not good. But um, World so War Two. I just three? threw a uh, a picture into the chat. That is the idea of what would be called Atlantropa. Um, and Atlantropa was proposed by some dude named Sorbel, I think, something like that. Anyway, Zorbels? The, no, no, the not ice that cream one. Manufacturer? Nope, not that one. <laughs> I think okay. it's Sorbel. Hold on. Yeah, Herman Sorgel. So there's just a random landmass right next to Italy. Wait, what are you talking about? That's Corsica, oh. man. Oh yeah, shit. Um, anyway, I mean, you now it's a bigger Corsica. So this was proposed as an alternative to the Lebensraum concept. As in, you know, like instead of they taking were over make all their of their own island, they, no, no, like they were going to. If you notice, this is obviously not like perfectly accurate, but like the coast of Tunisia is way too fucking close to um, Corsica, and it's because oh, they that, drained that's it. That's why it was fucking with my brain. Yeah, yeah. So I they, thought that was an extra landmass, but it just looks bigger because they they, they drained shrunk it. the Mediterranean. Exactly. So this would be enough land, so that way the uh, German people oh wouldn't God. need to murder all the Eastern European peoples. Oh my God. Anyway, for the record, yeah, this guy—I I don't I think was, he's officially like, a Nazi. Looks, cause yeah, no. Now that I look at it, like the fucking um, uh, what's what's the other islands off to the left? I forget the name of them. Oh um, uh, wait, what? Oh, two, I can't remember them. You mean by Spain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I can't remember. Or them. no, the the slightly longer ones. Like they're the size of Italy. Like oh, all oh, this yeah. shit is so wrong. Like look at how disproportionate Greece is compared to Turkey. Yeah, I mean Venice would be on like a veritable mountain. Like Christ Almighty, look at the size of this place. Yeah, for sure. Like it, it's definitely Cyprus, shrunk down. Cyprus looks like <laughs> fucking Massachusetts <laughs> over there. <laughs> it really does. What the hell is this fish-eyed bullshit? Yeah, it's not. <coughs> I mean. It's not great, but hey, you know, this guy tried to, you know, do probably that, some bad that shit. That is fucking funny. That is fucking funny. There's, uh, there's All right, we can't talk about this anymore because no one else can see it but us. <laughs> but That's true. Yeah, but hey, look it up. It's called Atlantropa, and uh, just don't mention the word Nazi, and you won't go on the list like everyone in this podcast has. Woohoo! Let's go. List time, baby. Um, all right, so then... Well, I forget where we were because Ethan went on a Nazi tangent. Uh, yeah, I mean, who cares, right? We can uh, slip right back into that, right? Oh, my God. What do I, what do I even... Um, I uh, think we were saying that the uh, Realist Hero had a legitimate take on, like, beating Scarlet Nexus. But personally, I don't think it would have pulled it off. I think, no, it, so I think it had a shot, though. I think, I think if, if, if this was placed in as seed 2, 7, 3, or 6... I think it makes it to the final and loses the Scarlet Nexus. And I think Jay might be right. It, well, it's so tough. You'd have to watch episode four, five, and six to see if you can beat Scarlet Nexus in the second round, but I don't know that it does because that's when Scarlet Nexus kind of starts to jump off the cliff is in is in four, five, and six, and then it really really takes a nosedive. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, but are we? is that the best of the three? Is that is that what we're calling Realist? It? Is that what you're saying? Is that what like, you're saying, Jay? I, I'm. St- oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm Easy thinking work. the order is defective at last, and then Nighthead second, Realist first. But I think Nighthead's like very close to uh, Realist. Okay. Like I think defective is probably the last one, personally. Like it's it's just not. 
like it, it offers like Jay said there are actual characters which is annoying because that's not what we want in a bad anime right, um, right, right, right. well actually sometimes we do it invaded just holds a special place in my heart <laughs> but uh, I fucking love that one but um, this is fantastic that said though I don't know it it, it kind of did what um, Nighthead was trying to do where like it gave us convoluted plot lines but like the convoluted plot lines and defective were just so much less interesting than the ones right. in Nighthead I'll give you that. I think it's yeah, fair. I think it's so realist at the top. I had a lot of like, so originally, you know, to be honest, when I started watching this, I was worried that it was too good to be on the pod. Not because I thought it was a legitimately good anime, but because it just didn't commit the like, all like the <coughs> same cardinal sins that most of the anime we watched this season were. So like, it didn't just rape every woman that came on screen. It didn't like, I mean, now granted there were still lollies, like no doubt, but the first episode was competent, if not incredibly stupid. Like, the premise of your other characters all being brain-dead, which makes this average person seem intelligent, that worked in but Idiocracy, I, but this one, they're very proud yeah. of it. But what I like about this one, and Jay, you brought up the fact that it kind of does with Drugstore, but I, I disagree with you only on only on the part that, like, Drugstore did its small thing, and we had to make kind of huge leaps to kind of get where we were, and that was fun. Yeah. You didn't really have to make a lot of huge leaps no. to kind of get at what we're doing here in uh in this anime i i I, they're on the same line for sure but uh they're on different ends of the spectrum if you will like one of them is uh brainless and one of them is less brainless um and for this one like it wasn't that we had to go oh like this guy is uh he's walter white you know and he's a drugstore like what if we did that no this guy's actually walking into a town and giving them simple answers to their problems and they're going oh my god i never thought about that but actually saying oh my god i never thought about that so, uh, but you're right. I don't, I don't think it beats Scarlet Nexus, but I think if it's placed in one of those seeds where it doesn't have to go up against Scarlet Nexus to the finals, I'd say it makes it to the final. Yeah. Uh, because it would be a uh, case study of Vanitas versus Seirei if you replace either one of those, it wins. And Battle Game in five seconds versus Peach Boy if you replace either one of those, it wins. And there's no way that it mm-hmm. loses to any of those four, like at oh, all. Oh, God, no, yeah. Yeah, so I think it makes it to the finals as long as it's, you know two, three, six, or seven. And so, I, you know, I agree. I 100% agree with what everyone said here. Uh, I think that was the best one. But, however, I think all three were more enjoyable than uh, a couple we had in this lineup anyway. So it was a lot of fun. So, oh. JW, what you could do, though, now is um, if you want to change your opinion about the order, now's the time. Because if we don't, then Mike will definitively win. <laughs> um, I, whereas, you know, that. I mean, he can still Look, win. He, he earned it. He earned it. <laughs> I, I, if you had told me yesterday that how a realist hero was going to be the one that I enjoyed out of these three, I, I would have fucking thrown something at you. Yeah, me too. That's a good point. Uh, well, it's good stuff. Well, I don't win yet, though, boys, because next week we have our fin- now, Ethan. Now, I want to make this very clear to you. <laughs> okay. Next week we're doing the wrap up, not uh-huh. this week. I know that maybe you got that confused. But uh, yeah, next I'd, week, maybe I should tune in more. I guess. You know, and I, I specifically went back to our podcast and listened to it right where I said, uh, "Next week we're doing uh, the bench warmers, and then the rundown will come the week after that." Those were my exact words, almost verbatim. And I was like, "I don't know how you got." This I'm pretty confused. sure I even confirmed it with you. I'm <laughs> yeah. pretty sure I was like, "Hold on, wait, are we doing the bench warmers?" And uh, I think that uh, that introduced the seed of doubt. But the good news is, I've already watched all of the remaining. Oh yeah, uh, you're good to go. Great. Episodes. So well, you're gonna have to watch them again yeah. just to be fresh. But yeah. um, right. So right. yeah. So basically, the rundown is you can watch as much as you want from any of the animes that didn't make it to the final and see how they go. And we're 
we're just going to talk trash on them. And hopefully at least one or two of them are good enough to carry the podcast, which they usually are. And the rest of them are just, nah, this went where we thought. Uh, and then we see who has, uh, who has points. Uh, but uh, going into the final week, uh, Ethan has one point. Hell I yeah. have four points. And JW has one point. So uh, it'll be tough to crawl back from that. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but in any case, this was just a blast. I enjoy this every week, but there are some episodes where it's just you can't stop laughing and having fun, and this is one of them. So yeah, uh, thanks for listening. We and hope hey, you guys wait, had fun. You know what? You just got to point out the correlation. A lot of Nazi talk on this one. Yeah, That's clearly it's why you like weird. it. weird. It's just where our viewership just skyrockets. Just sucks it up. Say the word Nazi. Anyway, yep. uh, catch us on uh, Twitter at CrappyAnimeSD, where all we talk about is Nazis. <laughs> uh, we'll yeah, see you over there. Speaking of Nazis, we'll see you on Twitter. <laughs> Re- remember, Hitler had it rough. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>